say right here. Before this, no biggie. And after this, the time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? D. Snyder Radio. I told you. Yeah, but- Yeah, I thought it would be an actual word. I figured I'd check it out and see what the legal definition of skank was. I think our problem is we have to get one of those pedestal-type, unabridged library dictionaries. Do you think skank is actually a word? Or that that, that kind of dictionary would have it? Well, I think that it's a slang word. Usually they have slang. And skank, I mean, the slang words like skank are usually derivative of something else. Mm -hmm. You know, it came from someplace, like skankle. Right, Skanky's not in there? No, no, he's not in there. (laughs) Skankle's not in there. But he is in the news. I'm sure you'll be sharing the good news with the peeps Mm -hmm. in just a little bit. Um, But, you know, here we are, you know, we're calling Nick a skank. Meanwhile, on amihotornot.com, Nick's like riding high in in the nines. He's a 9.1 right now. It's not even a good picture. I think if you had a better picture, you'd score even higher. No, I need a better picture up there. I want 9.9D. Are we the only people wearing the skank glasses? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but people- if you take him at sort of eye value, if you don't know him and you just look at him, he, I don't know if he's a 9.9, but you know, he's 8.5-ish. <laughs> I- I don't know. I, when I when I met him, I thought skank. <laughs> oh my god! Come on. Well, you're I, a good judge of character. No, I'm actually not. I don't know. Just uh, it's not my type, I guess. You know, it just didn't <laughs> didn't strike me as wow. Look at this handsome guy. He's just like skinny, scrawny yeah. little kid. And now you think Sean is a good-looking guy, but the voters are like crazier, Beth. The voters at <laughs> amihotornot.com, they really don't. <laughs> That's all right, I, Beth. That's I all right. didn't say... No, wait. You got to understand. Nick raves about how good-looking he is all the time. Mm-hmm. And Sean gets the crap kicked out of him. I, I have said... You're not a bad-looking guy. You lose some weight. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you qualified a lot, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying he's a raving, you know, nine or ten. No, but he's getting beat by a lot of dorks. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. <laughs> Okay, let's see. All passes for Frank Morata's auto show this weekend. We're giving those away. 
They're watching when we're giving those things away, right, Nick? Yes, uh, I'll pay careful attention to that this morning, too. Okay. And uh, because a lot of us scumbags were up earlier than you think. <laughs> and the we got passes to the premiere. Did we even give these? Yeah, we did give these away yesterday. Uh, of Saving Silverman, special Radio 104 showing of the movie at the Showcase Cinemas in East Hartford. It's a new movie with Jason Biggs showing on, on February 5th. And as always, when we do, what do we learn today? Way later in the show. We have passes to see any movie at any Showcase Cinema location. Very exciting stuff. Here's a couple of reactions to um, the sumo pictures from Genghis John. D, I just looked at the pictures from the sumo match. They're online. They're posted. Radio104.com. Forget about getting Nick a raise. Get him a sandwich or something. If he were any thinner, he'd be transparent. We should actually, instead of a raise, Nick should get food. <laughs> food allotment. <laughs> Please spike Nick's coffee with some of that weight gain powder you bought him so that he can put some bulk on his Mr. Burns-esque physique. Rock on, Genghis John. And uh, Jen from Stores says, I just looked at the sumo pictures. All I can say is, ew! <laughs> Al although they are both pretty brave to get so naked. I have to give them a lot of credit for putting up those pictures. Yes. Themselves, yeah. They, they, they're they very, uh, what's the word? Uh, they, they're good sports. Yeah, I'm not saying that they look really bad. I'm just saying that to put a picture of yourself wearing nothing but an adult diaper for anyone in the world to see is a brave thing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I mean, and Sean is the bravest of them all. Because Nick just closes his eyes and hands the pictures to Sean. Sean actually posts <laughs> them and writes little captions underneath <laughs> as well. And I really like the one he put under his picture. Sean gets uh, gets his game face on. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't all that was getting on oh there. <laughs> we, come on, do we have we have to get a special recording of fat guy in a little diaper? <laughs> fat guy in a little diaper. Fat guy in a little diaper. Yeah. Well, it is time for the recap from yesterday's show. And like I said, it's called I Think Your Bat's Quite Big for a Boy Your Size. You know, a title like that could only come from our very own Nick Lentino. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. This is D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. Well, lap dances may soon help fight teen pregnancy in Arizona. How? Well, <laughs> the state legislature is considering... I'll tell you how. They never do anything. The state legislature is considering taxing lap dances to help fund programs aimed at a number of social ills, including teen pregnancy. The oh, bill, I thought they were going to encourage young girls to give guys lap dances instead <laughs> of actually doing it. Well, maybe they will include that in the educational programs funded by lap dances, which would be nice. The bill will levy a sales tax on adult-oriented businesses like strip clubs, massage parlors, and X-rated magazine and video stores. The director of the Arizona Coalition Against Adolescent Pregnancy is in favor of the tax, and she says her state has one of the highest rates of teen pregnancy. So You know Charlie Brown from Engineering is <laughs> never moving to Arizona. That guy'd be broke in a hot second. First time in his life he pickets a state capital. <laughs> <laughs> taxing, taxing lap dances. <laughs> Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> Poor Charlie. Well, speaking of lap dances, a man in Chicago is suing a lap dancing bar because he claims a stripper distracted him so much that he set himself on fire 
by leaning over a candle. Alan Gardner claims a new dancer named <coughs> Caramel threw her arms around him, causing him to lean back into the lit candle. His shirt went up in flames, and he suffered third-degree burns to his arm and back. He's filed a $50,000 lawsuit against the Skybox Club, which employs Caramel. He's charged the club and her with negligence and carelessness, saying her dancing caused him to get distracted and lean into the candle. She's countersuing because her pubic hair caught on fire. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's suing him on the grounds that he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and caused her bodily harm because of that. She got censored. So they shouldn't have lit candles near the lap dancers. Hopefully they Yeah, I would think you'd leave those away. I would think. Well, a former baseball coach in Texas who gave his players who are aged 8 and 9 beer has been put on probation. Gene Henry Austin gave alcohol to the boys, ages again, eight and nine, after they played a game for the Santa Fe Angels. And they won. It was a big game. Come on, a little celebratory <laughs> beer. What's up with that? In addition to that, parents also complained that after the game, the team posed for pictures in front of a topless dancing club. <laughs> That's a great coach. 35-year-old. <laughs> I'll bet that team plays great. Gene Henry Austin was put on probation for two years after admitting nine counts of making alcohol available to a minor. He's also fined 400 bucks in order to perform 80 hours of community service. They're eight and nine. It's insane. He gave them beer. Uh, obviously, it's insane. What do, you, what do you think is the thought process with a loser like this? I don't know. I can't even imagine. You I want go drugs. For I just go to see a nice set of Hooters and I have a cold one. Come on, guys, let's go. I mean, I mean, what is he thinking? <laughs> part of the tradition of baseball, you know, beer, hot dogs, you know. Something. Not, you know it's what? not the tradition of little league. <laughs> well, they're starting early. That's all. Get a head start. Nick, you were a little league coach, weren't you? Yeah. You were right. Yeah, I coached little league and I coached in high school. All right, and well, how did you reward your team? <laughs> um, lap dance? Yeah, yeah, lap dances and stuff like that. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't bad. They enjoyed All it. right, line up. <laughs> Get out your little bats. Batter up. Vile. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you God. over there, Charlie, in the on deck circle. Come over here. <laughs> no. Get that oh, donut no. off your bat. <laughs> Go warm up in the batter's box. You're next. Oh, Round that's and disgusting. third. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> Look at Ben. She's completely horrified. <laughs> Seriously, how did you reward the players? Um, I I really didn't. I, I don't think I think you had to. If we all, when we had a good meet, we went out for pizza when I was coaching. Well, pizza. Well, McDonald's, um, Mickey D's. <laughs> well, the team I coached, believe it or not, only won uh, one game all year. <laughs> but they, oh. but they You're beat, kidding. No, but they did beat the best team in the league, which was undefeated, Westfield, scumbags from Westfield, Massachusetts. So what I did was... I, uh, after the game, we all got in a circle, and I said, good job, guys. All circle right. Jerk. <laughs> yeah, circle jerk. Big circle jerk, D. <laughs> all right. Stripped them all down. Geez, surprising you're not coaching anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. You continue to get more and more disgusting every I day. I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
You're looking at me or Nick? At Nick, not you, oh, D. Well, I was, I was laughing at it. <laughs> it's outrageous. He's just, he just he is settling into his character, though, isn't he? I'm Very nervous that he's settling into himself. <laughs> Very comfortable being a pedophile. <laughs> That's the, the new Nick. Nick the pedophile. Yeah. Now, there were... Uh, Good bunch of guys, young lads. Too. All right, all right. <laughs> young lads. Don't say lad; it's too creepy. That Mr. Burns says lad. Hello there, lad. That's a nice young lad. Ew. Good guys. Hi. <laughs> Mm, where are we? <laughs> I'm a little confused. Ah, I know there's something to tell you, but I can't remember what the hell it was. Look, why don't we take a break, come back. We'll have some traffic update for you there. We've got uh, just a little quick piece of tape from the cuz. What do you want to do that now or you want to do it when we get back? We'll Nick? do it when we get back. Okay. And uh, he was down at the Super Bowl and, like I said, took it upon himself to just get the lay of the land. You know, since I am going to the coasts... You know, all coasts. You know, I want to see if Tampa is, in fact, fertile ground for D-Sider <laughs> Radio. And we certainly got our answer. Uh, we'll play that for you, and then we'll do some news. Beth, what's going on? Well, we do have the update on Michael Skankel, as you said, or as you like to call him, Skankel. Skankel. Mm -hmm. uh, there was an interesting robbery on Long Island. Elmont, that's Long Island, right, D? Elmont, yes. Mm -hmm. Tell you about that. Yes, it is. Also, a truck driver has an interesting defense as to why he had child pornography. <laughs> How many chicken wings can your... It's Nick's. <laughs> <laughs> How many chicken wings can your grandmother eat? Probably not more than one Philadelphia granny. Prisoners are not going to get their porn. Also, ACDC in the news and Limbiscuit is sad. No one died, did the they? Uh, not in the ACDC story. Oh, good. In the story, yes. Oh, well, I don't care about that one so much. I mean, not about the death, but, you know, when you, get, you get on in years, like the guys in right. the ACT say, <laughs> when you hear they're in the news, you got to check yourself, make sure no one, it's not an obituary. <laughs> no, they're all still alive, except, of course, of, except, of awesome. course, for Bond, but that was years Bond. ago, so. Yeah, but that wasn't an age thing. That was no. purely stupidity on his part. Okay, and I love Bond, but hey, he drank himself to death. You all know that, so. All right, let's take a break, come back. Everything. D. Snyder Radio. What more could you ask for? It's Radio 104. Two bottles of Gatorade. Two dollars. One official size genuine leather basketball. Thirty dollars. One pair of Nike Air Flight basketball sneakers. Seventy-five dollars. Witnessing Psycho Dan tear down his own basketball hoop in frustration of losing an innocent game of horse. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder Radio. You're one of the leaders around here. I try to be as nice as possible. We have all the control and all the power. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. Oh, it's going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. <laughs> J. 
just read a uh, mad kid for everything else is Steve Snyder Radio. First one we've gotten that I've seen. It's, well, I'm laughing, right? Yeah. Left out loud. It's a good one. I'll hold on to that, mad kid. Kid. Oh, man. Can we say kid? It's doing. This is too tough. Or mad kid or something. Call you something else. Oh, you know what? I want to uh, get into this cuz thing here. It's not that long. It's a little short piece of tape. So why don't we just get into the traffic update from Psycho Dan, and then we'll do cuz, then we'll do the news. Psycho, good morning. By the way, Psycho, very positive reaction to the second Even with the show, game yeah. show. Even with the new title, they like it, huh? Better. They say it just <laughs> keeps getting better. Awesome. I'm very pleased. And uh, and pretty unanimously, everybody learned that the color of the sun is, in fact, dandelion. <laughs> that was very informative as well. So uh, could you please give us a traffic update? Yes. This traffic report is brought to you by Langen Volkswagen. Langen Volkswagen is your best choice for Connecticut's largest selection of Volkswagens. Drivers wanted at Langen Volkswagen with locations in Glastonbury on Route 5 and in Meriden on the Wallingford Town Line. Or you can just go to their website at langenvw.com. It's pretty light out there. 84 eastbound. Just a little bit heavy getting into the downtown tunnel. 84 westbound looks good right now. 91 southbound, a little bit slow from Jennings Road into town. 91 northbound, no problems there. Everything okay. And if you're traveling on Route 2, you'll have a smooth ride. At 645, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Alright, so you got the basic setup here. We've already <coughs> we've already heard this. Whose idea was this in the first place? Was it yours, Nick? Yeah, I talked to Chris before he went. That's when I got in my car accident. He was calling me on my cell phone. Oh. Yeah. Always working. How- how is Cousin Chris doing? I know he's on the afternoons with Chaz. Um, the Chaz he, and Chris show. Yeah, he's doing well. He's, you know, was really overworked for a while when he was covering for, you know, nights. And then he was covering for the middays. But now he's doing his own little thing. So I think the Cousin's doing pretty good. Still doing the traffic thing? Oh, traffic yeah. Traffic beat? Yeah. Good, good, good. And, and being a foil for Chaz, it's working out? That's right. Spinning unrest. Oh, he still got spinning unrest on Sundays? Yeah. Good for him, man. He's, you know, he also has the, 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 the I guess, it's a tough job of filling in for everybody mm-hmm. and setting the stage to launch the careers of the next uh, air personality who takes his slot and then he moves on to do another shift. So, uh, and he does it very well. He does it very well. All right. So, he went down to the Super Bowl, sitting in the nosebleed section, we tell him to bring a tape recorder and ask people about D. Snyder. This is what happened. Where is it? Wait a minute. That's Pantera. Oh, there it is right there. Okay, got it. You ever hear of uh, D. Snyder before? D. Snyder? No. Have you ever heard of D. Snyder? No. No? No. I'm not into really football, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> I love that he was at the Super Bowl. He's not into football. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah, but still <laughs> D. Snyder, he thinks I'm a football player. <laughs> Doesn't end there. I like to watch it. All right. What do you think of D. Snyder? You ever hear of him? I have heard of him. What's he do? He's the owner of the Washington Redskins. Dude, I really dug Twisted Sister. God rest his soul. <laughs> yeah, D's been dead for how long now? Dude, I don't know. I think like 
89, 90 overdose or something. <laughs> yes. And I can't get a behind the music? Dude, you OD'd back in the late 80s. This is VH1 cool. know I'm dead? I love that he said, God rest your soul. <laughs> He's not done. Fortunate. Dude, he just fucking rocked my ass. D. Snyder? No, D. Snyder. Dan Snyder from the Washington Redskins owner? No. No? no. He's no. a great player. Doesn't he play for the Buccaneers? You ever hear of uh, D. Snyder before? That long-haired sissy boy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I gotta know if any of these were set up because I can believe they thought I think I'm dead. Uh, but you've but, heard that before that people think you're dead. That's not the first oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, and uh, I'm, I'm here in Hartford. I'm in 95 cities with the House of Hair, but there's a lot more cities in 95. And Strange Land was, you know, a limited release film. And people are just going to, they're going to find out. <laughs> they're going to, oh, you're like Ralph Crampton, bang, zoom. Uh, they'll find out. I'm going to the coast. Should save some of those for sweepers, actually. <laughs> I like those. Give them to Zach to put in our new sweepers. I That's love, Sissy Boy. I love Twisted Sister. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. <laughs> you rocked the guy's world, though, when you were alive. I certainly did. Yeah. I certainly did. And he has no idea I'm going to rock his world again. You know what? Sorry to put off your news here, but... No, that's her. There's a realization I had the other day about careers in general or and careers in the entertainment business as well. Jesse and I were watching um, Comedy Central... And they have Saturday Night Live reruns. Mm -hmm. And there was a really old one from the 70s. And Candace Bergman was on. Now, Jesse looks at it and he goes, Wow, Murphy Brown. She's really young. What's she doing there? And I said, Well, she, you know, she was a, an actress. She was an Academy Award nominated actress before her television career. And what I realized is that Jesse had no clue. He wasn't even alive when she was an actress. And his knowledge of Candace Bergman is... It, Candace, right? Yeah, it's Can, right? Candace, Candace Bergen. Bergen. Is it Bergen or Bergman? Bergen. Her Bergen dad or was, Candace Bergen. Was, uh, what's his head with the... Charlie Charlie McCarthy. Charlie McCarthy, yeah. <laughs> the other Her Bergen. dad was the puppet. <laughs> yeah. Her Edgar brother Bergen. was the puppet. Edgar, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but his knowledge of her is the TV show, you know, the woman from the TV show. And, and I said, damn, I said, you know, people's careers are like that. My, even in my own household, Jesse knows me, grew up with me as a singer in a band. Cheyenne is growing up with a mullet-headed, mm -hmm. you know, radio guy. She's going to know me as a dad who sometimes wears glasses and does radio. And she'll <laughs> hear about what I used to do. And, and, I, and it, that just dawns on me that careers are like that. That people, there are peop there's going to be people who just don't know me. You know, younger people who don't know me for music, they'll mm -hmm. know me for radio, or they'll know me for movies, they'll know me for something else I do. Life is weird, Beth Lockwood. I know, there How many people know that I used to be a reporter, Dave? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or Nick was a star athlete for the uh, Longmeadow Lancers. Right, right. But there will come a time when you'll be explaining to your children that you were once on a radio show. <laughs> Beth, you will say, well, it was a time in my life. Yeah, I was pretty hep. I was hep. <laughs> Believe <laughs> was, it or not. I was, I was pretty cool. I was on a swinging show uh, with Dee Snyder. Uh, who? <laughs> that, that dead guy? <laughs> yeah. God rest his soul. 
Remember he died recently? Uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, well, he was actually on a show, and I was on a show with him, and your kids won't believe it. But uh, I'd, I'd never even thought of life that way. There's a book out now on Bing Crosby that talks about him. Did you see that at all, that new book on Bing? I didn't read much about it. I did see the cover, well, though. It focuses on, like, the first 20 years of his, of his career, and it says that basically he was the coolest. He was like the Mick Jagger mm. of his time, the coolest thing since sliced bread, Pure sex inspired everybody. It was like Elvis, and and you know, and what is mo what do most people now remember him for? You know, White Christmas. Some some maybe if you if you've watched TV enough, you've seen some of those road movies with you know with uh, Bob Hope or something like that. He's some old guy who smokes a pipe. But one time he was like, he was a bad man, Beth Lockwood. He was on the top forty badass <laughs> list back in the twenties. All right, and few people know that. Okay, <laughs> and then you know Nick. I mean, think of the stories Nick's going to tell his kid. Hard as it is to believe, son, <laughs> the time when I put things in my butt, <laughs> I could tell you stories. Believe me. I was the pictures. Here's the pictures, son. Over the years, um, my ass is taking a pounding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your opening line, <laughs> Dad. Why do you walk so funny? <laughs> oh, well, son. All right. Well, it's time for the news, so sit back and enjoy. Radio 104 Headlines. Kennedy cousin Michael Skakel faces life in prison if convicted of murdering 15-year-old Martha Moxley in Greenwich yeah! 26 years ago. A judge ruled yesterday that Skakel will be tried in adult court. Skakel's case had been in juvenile court because he was 15 at the time of the fatal beating. Thank you. Thank you. There is a God. And uh, I noticed Skankel wasn't wearing the ascot anymore. Well, maybe it's not the time of year for the ascot. Nah, I think he's given up on the insanity play. <laughs> 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 An East Hartford Elementary School teacher, D, has gone ahead and donated one of his kidneys to a single mother of three children. David Bacicchio and Evelyn Arroyo underwent six hours of surgery yesterday. Doctors say the procedure went well. Arroyo's three daughters attend Pachikio's school. And in an equally lovely gesture, Sean is offering one of his testicles <laughs> to a needy person. He's not using it anyway. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Sean? Give them both. <laughs> I don't need them, clearly. <laughs> Poor Sean. Let's lay off Sean today. He's really distraught over his low marks at amihotornot.com. <laughs> There are some serious dorks ahead of him in the running, and he's, he's threatening to do bodily harm to himself. I know you gave your best... Uh, okay, I'm going to have a suggestion here. I know you gave it your best... What was that look you called it again? Um, my rock that pout. Look, <laughs> <the> rock pout. <laughs> you gave it your best rock pout. I told you to smile, Sean. Yeah, I look, I look stupid when I smile. Nick though. smiled 9.1. You gave it the Gene Simmons... Five point whatever. <laughs> Six point one. Back. Sorry, sorry. All right. May I suggest move the camera up? Just go with the head because okay. you got a you got a a, a torso in there, and uh, I didn't say anything about the torso. You're showing too much shoulder, and you've got rounded shoulders. They kind of slope down, and they go into the body. So 
<laughs> go, I'll, I'll say go with the rock pout. Okay. Go rock pout. But just the face shot. You are one pathetic loser. Just the face. Just, you know, just, yeah, just, for, just the face. Go for the face. Wait, what, what do you got the lowest? Jake <laughs> uh, Clearly Could nothing. go down. <laughs> Could Thanks, go down. No, but I don't think so. I think, I think that the body is distracting from your strongest feature. We have to say his face is a stronger feature than his body, right, Beth? <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so I say repost a new photo. You can do that. I noticed mm-hmm. that. We're talking about amihotornot.com. Nick and Sean both have their photos there. And, um... Sorry, I was just thinking of something. Put a put a bag over your head. <laughs> See if you do any better. <laughs> I bet you get a huge score too. Um, but anyway, Nick is in the nines. Sean is in the sixes. Sean's feeling blue. Mm-hmm. But, but I think in your case, just go with the head shot. And so you know what? Do. Uh, sunglasses on top of the head. Don't you like that look, Beth? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. When he rolls them up there. It's all right, yeah. And maybe you could borrow Skankle's ascot. (laughs) In Washington, the Senate is expected to approve John Ashcroft as Attorney General, despite the opposition of dozens of Democrats. If Ashcroft is confirmed, President Bush's cabinet will be complete. It took President Clinton more than a month longer to get his in place. Looks like it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. Well, I know it's going to happen. And everybody's going to say, oh, oh, GD, you didn't warn us. I warned you. (laughs) Well, we here in Connecticut don't, for the most part, don't need warning. We're we're intelligent. Notice the Northeast. Where I'll bet you, I want to bet this. Per capita, IQs are higher in the Northeast than the rest of the country. That's interesting. Uh... I wonder if there's any proof of that. And it's not just because we didn't vote for Bush, majority of people in the Northeast, although that is a sign of intelligence. Uh, and nobody was very enthusiastic about our alternative, trust me, but we just went with brains over stupidity. Uh-oh, there I go, Bush bashing again. Mm-hmm. But I would be curious, I wonder if there's any way to find that out. Let's put our best man on it. Sean, okay. wipe the tears from your eyes <laughs> and get on that computer. See if you can find out uh, if... You know, if the Northeast has a, is smarter than the rest of the country. And, or, and I'll bet you the only exception of that, California. Mm. I'll bet you, with L.A. accepted, of course. But California, I'll bet the, the average IQ is higher there as well. It Check it out. Could be a showdown brewing over Billy the Kid. A New Mexico lawmaker wants the governor to pardon the notorious outlaw. Representative Ben Rio says Billy the Kid's descendants want him pardoned for the peace of mind of whoever is left who knew Billy. Others, however, are not seeing it that way. The great-grandson of Sheriff William Brady, who was ambushed by Billy in 1878, is not so forgiving. Billy the Kid was among the most feared figures of the early frontier. He was scheduled to hang for the killing of Sheriff Brady, but escaped from jail, killing two deputies in the process. He was finally shot at himself in 1881 by Sheriff Pat Garrett. It was a piece of crap, and don't pardon him. I know, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. He was a murderer, and, uh, and you know, he's romanticized in movies like Young Guns. Well, they go, come on, Emilio Estevez, everybody loves him, Mighty Ducks, come on. <laughs> it's not Mighty Ducks, it's Billy the Kid, he was a murderer. You know what's a great movie? 
unbelievable movie for exploding all the myths about the Old West is The Unforgiven. I assume you saw... No, is you, that you didn't Hackman? see it. Gene Hackman? Clint Eastwood. Gene Hackman. I think I've Picture seen that Picture of the one. Year. Have you seen it? I think so. There's so many of those West films. What's the one with Val no, Kilmer? Excuse me. Don't lump them all together, please. <laughs> Tombstone. Awesome. I like that one, too. That is an awesome movie. But The Unforgiven, which was, a, was the movie of the year, okay? I'm so, not I mean, sure now. Is, I'll have to rent is, it. I only movie I've seen three days in a row in a theater. Wow. I mean, that movie is unbelievable. But the fact is, it explodes all the myths about the Old West. It doesn't romanticize it. It makes it very clear that a lot of these gunfighters were alcoholics. And, you know, and it just really breaks things down. But one of the things it does is explodes the myth of the good bad guy. Mm -hmm. And that it was way back then, there were these people putting together these little comic books who were making these guys into some sort of folk heroes, but they weren't. They were pieces of crap who were killing people. But there were these writers who were just jazzing it all up and making it sound so cool to be a gunslinger, you know? So, I mean, Beth, you got, I can't believe it's not... <laughs> all right, I'll rent it this weekend. I don't know if I can continue the show. <laughs> if I That's promise... That's the backbone to... of my existence, that movie. You rent it, if watch it. If I promise it. to rent it this weekend, can we still be friends? Yes, if Glenn's listening right now, I bet he's very disgusted. And wow. it's not a guy's movie either. It's a <laughs> solid movie. Um, all right. Well, I'll apologize to him later. Okay. And uh, hopefully I can rectify the situation. All right. Well, Go in ahead. Elmont, New York, on your very own home island of Long Island, mm -hmm. a robber thought that he would try to rip off a gas station attendant by brandishing a toilet plunger. He tried to pretend that it was a gun. The attendant said... Stop being silly and get out. <laughs> Said he wasn't scared. So the kid uh, who had demanded money uh, ended up turning and running away, dropping the plunger on the way out. He was arrested a short time later. You know, he, he didn't know the power of the weapon in his hand. You could suck your face clean off. Right off. You plunge somebody in the face, <laughs> believe me, they'll take you seriously. <laughs> Give me the money. They'll give it to you. Serious. That's it. Could have done some serious damage with that. Somebody pulls a plunger on me. I'm like, here's my wallet. Leave me and my family alone, please. I don't want any problems, Nick. That's what they say. They say if a guy has a plunger, just give him your car. That <laughs> That's right. A student at Chippewa Falls High School in Wisconsin has been sentenced to probation for baking hair into a cake and serving it to teachers. John Smith was a senior at the time, and what he did, this is disgusting, Dark Side, get ready. He shaved... Yeah, give us the recipe. He shaved his body hair and oh. baked it into a cake and brought it to school. He ended up putting it into the teacher's lounge. After it was half-eaten, officials discovered hair all throughout it. He pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and got 12 months probation and 120 hours community service oh i would be vomiting for days that is pretty brutal after it was half eaten oh <laughs> he said to one of the teachers hey you growing a mustache <laughs> no why oh was, was hair all over your lip there not just hair from somebody's <laughs> head but body hair you know it was crotch hair Oh. He, shaved his, he shaved his Johnson <laughs> ass hair. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> A little afro on the lip. Ugh. A 
a truck driver from Illinois who was arrested on child pornography charges told police that he uses the photos of children engaged in sexual acts to stay alert at the wheel during long hauls. <laughs> <laughs> 40-year-old Dana Turner of Galesburg, Illinois, said the photos make him angry because he can't understand why adults would portray young children in such a manner. So he would use those photos to get angry so he would not fall asleep on the road. (sighs) Nick, is that why you use them? (laughs) (laughs) Same reason, D. We work early (laughs) mornings here. It just helps wake him up, you know? Ah, Mad, I'm mad to see that. <laughs> this is a bad direction to go in for you, Nick. I don't. I think you know, a guy who, who, who assaults himself rectally is one thing, but pedophile. I don't know if that's a good place for you to be right now. <laughs> Upon raiding this guy's house, they found 45 photographs of young males and females in sexual poses and acts. Well, sometimes you know he doesn't want to miss the end of like a honeymooners marathon or something, and he just uses it to stay alert. So he stays awake. He can watch the whole show. 45, huh? Mm-hmm. There, there was some guy on Long Island, this teacher, who was arrested for having sex with uh, his female students. And they raided his house, and they found 1,500 photos of, you know, underage kids having sex. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. Said it was the largest collection they ever came across. Ugh. Obviously, they haven't been to Manchester lately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, a grandmother is down to the semifinals in Philadelphia's annual wing bowl. She ate 58 chicken wings in just 14 minutes during the competition. Yeah, yeah. Usually, only male competitors make it this far. You go, Granny. She beat the stomach. One male competitor who ate 80 wings proudly threw up in front of the 20,000-strong audience. Ah! Proudly? Belly Donna, whose real name is Donna Villick, said she doesn't care if people are laughing at her or with her just as long as they're laughing. Life's too short. Well, so it doesn't look like she'll be the champion, but she did make it to the semifinals, which is pretty impressive. But but wait a minute, if you vomit, that guy vomited, doesn't he, doesn't he, you know, blow his uh, position there. I don't know the official rules. I don't know if you have to digest all of the food that you take in, but uh, he did eat 80. They did come back up. I don't think that she threw up her 58 chicken wings. Remember the scene in Meatballs? Did you yeah. see the movie Meatballs? Oh, of course. I went to camp, of course. Goes up against the stomach. Yeah. The hot dog the hot weenie dogs. eating kind of... Uh. You hear them? They're talking to you. No, not that one. That one over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to beat the stomach. Be- I had a friend who was... I told you about this big fat sow. Uh, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. I think he's dead. Nice day. I think he... Yeah, I'm God sorry, God rest Wayne. his soul. God rest his soul. Fat Wayne. Anyway, this guy was fat, man. He's the, he's the roadie for the band, and... He used to carry an air conditioner around with him because oh if the place didn't have air conditioning, he would be, it was just so, he'd sweat so much. He had to have an air conditioner where he'd freak out. Even in the winter? Yeah, but he had a, had a um, white castle hamburger eating competition with somebody. Oh. $100 bet, and the loser paid for, not only paid $100 to the winner, but also paid for the burgers. And he ate 134 White Castle burgers. With the bun? With the bun? Yes, yes, yes. Whole thing. Belly bombers. And I said, how much did the other guys eat? He said, 87. (laughs) 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 
why didn't you stop at 88? And he said, well, I didn't know how far ahead of him I was, you know, so he was like smoking. But he wound up going to the hospital after his stomach pump. It's got to be some kind of a record. I don't know if it's in the book, so, but yeah, he did 134, but had he had to spend 100 bucks to get his stomach pumped. He was sick as a dog. He nearly killed himself. To That's no thanks. Disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't even think I could ingest one White Castle hamburger. What's the, what's the one food you could pig out on and just like eat yourself sick, Dark Side? Anything that you could think of? Um, think marijuana about. doesn't count. <laughs> Pop brownies, uh, <laughs> chicken liver, probably. Ew! Oh, come, come on. on. <laughs> I'm so not kidding, yeah. I love of everything? Of everything in the world? It's, only, it's one thing that comes to mind, yeah. Oh, well, I Nick, like, is there anything? I like what? liver. What do you want? Um, That's a bizarre dish. <laughs> I fill up on stuff pretty quickly. I, I could eat olives for a long time. Martini. You love olives? Yeah, I love olives. Greek olives well, and stuff like really that. Well, he likes really salty stuff. Yeah, so that's why. But as far as food Dude, you want to get put on weight, eat olives. Yeah. Really? They're a gram of fat a piece. Mm, I At didn't least. know that. Yeah. yeah and olive so oil is pretty good for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything you like to pick out on, Beth? Um, well, as far as my uh, favorite, my favorite foods aren't really the ones I'd say I pig out on. But one thing that I can eat a lot of, it's sort of a comfort food, is my mom's homemade macaroni and cheese. You know what? She makes good macaroni and cheese. Mac she and really cheese. does, yeah. Mac and cheese. I'm trying to think what I could eat a lot of. I mean, Sean just wrote, sent me a message that says everything. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, but, pick one? <laughs> pick one. But I'm Chinese food in general. Like General Tso's mm-hmm. chicken or sesame oh, chicken. Yeah. But Chinese food in general. You don't like Chinese food, Dark Side? No, General Tso's chicken's awesome, dude. Oh, I mean, I go to one of those smorgasbord thingies, those mm-hmm. all-you-can-eat jobs. <laughs> I could I could paralyze myself. Pizza, too. I could eat a lot of pizza. Pizza? Yeah, yeah that's up there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Then, now I know your weakness, Beth. <laughs> Got some mac and cheese for you. Stop it, stop it. It's like an aphrodisiac. <laughs> so the inmates won't be getting their porn in Minnesota anyway. They have to give up their Playboy, Penthouse, and other magazines that feature nudity. Memo to Prisoners, released yesterday, says a ban on such subscriptions will go into effect March 1st. Medical, educational, and anthropological content, such as that found in National Geographic, is not included in the ban. And the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is still okay. So I'd only imagine that National Geographic subscriptions are skyrocketing in Minnesota. What about Victoria's Secrets catalogs? Well, I don't know those if they. Awesome. I don't know if they send those to prison. Hmm. Well, they should. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The, the, I suppose they could order them f- for their ladies on the outside, but I don't know. Did they say why they're banning them? Yes, they do. They say that it will hopefully reduce predatory behavior against other inmates and staff. For instance, I guess the idea is it makes you randy, and then you sort of take <laughs> out that on your fellow. Inmates. So you're like, wow, Carmen Electra is hot. <laughs> Check out that Chicano over there in the corner. But if the Chicano, I don't know if you're supposed to use that word in the 2000s, but if that's your only option, because you're, you're on the inside, man, and that might be, he might start to look a little good to you. <laughs> I've never been in prison, but I hear that these things happen. Apparently they do. Uh, and uh, if, that's the, if that's the reason it's happening, then... God bless them. 
<laughs> Somehow, I don't... Uh, get rid of those magazines. Somehow, I don't think it's going to stop because of the magazines. No, I'm sure. I'm sure it's I have not. a feeling people... Cavemen were fornicating long before Play Rock <laughs> came out, or whatever they called it. Play Rock. <laughs> Very good day. Well, this is a sad story, actually. A 15-year-old girl who suffered cardiac arrest during a crowd crush at uh, Limp Bizkit performance on January 26th in Australia has died. The girl was in critical condition for days at a hospital in Sydney, and uh, she died yesterday. About 30 people were injured during that show, despite calls from Limp Bizkit to please calm down. Organizers are blaming excessive <coughs> heat as well as crowd excitement for those injuries and possibly this poor girl's death. That's tough. Yeah. That is, that's tough. Been in those situations where you've seen the crowd pushing and, and crushing people in the front against the mm -hmm. barricade and, and nothing you could do. And people will want to say that it's a Limp Bizkit concert because obviously they get rowdy, but it's happened at a Who show. It's happened at David Cassidy, at a David Cassidy concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. there's, there's been horrible things that have happened. At many, you've got a huge crowd of people there, but and you're on the stage, and you, know, and you try the old, mm -hmm. all right, everybody take one step back. Yeah, that works. Babies, babies. Yeah, cool out. Cool out. I, it, it, but it's real, you feel incredibly helpless. Mm -hmm. up on the stage when you, oh, I'm sure. you see something going on out there. You try. And they're pulling them out. You know, security's dragging them out from the barricade. But then just the next row gets crushed against the barricade, you know. Mm -hmm. You thought it was a great place to be when you waited online for 17 hours to get right up in the front. But then you, like, took your life in your hands. It's, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's really ugly. The guys in Pearl Jam. I mean, I, I only death related to one of my shows. This is going to sound funny, but it's not. But a couple of kids, uh, fans who were so wasted that after the show, they left and went in their car and fell running, fell asleep, and died from carbon monoxide poisoning because they like just was just so, so smashed. You know, they just passed out and and then they they died that way. And I felt mm -hmm. really bad. I'm sure, even though obviously it had nothing to do with you. No, it didn't. But then you just start, you know, saying, uh, you know. Uh, could I have done something? Is it my fault? But it's not my fault if they're getting, if they're getting high. I'm not certainly yeah. not me. I'm not encouraging people to get high. I'm encouraging people to have fun. But still, it makes you feel really bad. Hey, uh, let's do a traffic update, Beth Lockwood. Okay. okay. Psycho Dan, what's going on? Okay, traveling on 84 eastbound. Steady traffic now from exit 48 into the downtown tunnel. 84 westbound, slow getting over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 southbound, slow going from exit 33 into downtown. 91 northbound looks good right now. No problems there. And if you're traveling on Route 2, it's going to be a little bit slow from exit 3 to the flyover. At 7.14, I'm cycled down with this modern rec report on Radio 104. Well, you were just actually talking about David Cassidy. Coincidentally, he is in the news. He is quitting his Las Vegas show to go back on the road. Cassidy has canceled At the Copa, in which he starred with Sheena Easton. That ran for less than a year. <laughs> Cassidy will give his first concert about? on his new tour, February 14th in Mississippi. He has said he wants to spend more time with his family. Yeah. Who didn't love this show? I did. This song is I infectious. I want to look like him when I grew up. <laughs> I only, saw it it in re I only saw it in reruns, but I used to love when I was home from school sick, I would totally watch the Partridge family. I told you, I almost had to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, wasn't he hitting on Suzette? Yeah, right in front of me. He was drunk off his ass. I mean, we, we presented an award together, and uh, 
And then after, you know, the night wore on and he had a few drinks in him, he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, <laughs> slow up, little boy. Just <laughs> take it easy there, little fella. Yeah, but that's pretty cool, wanna... you know, to have David Cassidy hitting on your wife. He was the teen idol of his generation, and he thinks your wife is hot. That, um, obviously, she's not going to go for him, but it's cool. You have to admit. It's, uh, it, it's cool, but trust me. I think he was going to hit on anything that moved at that point. <laughs> All right, who else is around here? Sir, you, sir, come here. You're looking pretty good. How are you? He was smashed. So check him out. Maybe he'll be coming to a town near us. ACDC, this is really great for them. The Wait, whoa, 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 yeah? whoa. He's going on the road? Yeah, he's going on the road. February 14th, he kicks off his tour in Mississippi. In Tunica, Mississippi. It's an all-large city, this tour. Yeah, it's where we always started our tours, Tunica. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, you know, if you can't cut it in Tunica, huh. you're never going to make it in the big cities. The uh, Tunica you know, Civic Center. You know he's going to be at one of the casinos around here. Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah. We got to get him in here. Oh, D, you know him. You have a personal DC, relationship. Yeah. I think he was sober when we met, first met. He'll remember me. <laughs> Tell him Suzette will be here. We gotta, we'll when go he comes on, around, uh, we got to get him in here. We'll go on Polestar and see if he's coming to this town. ACDC, the Recording Industry uh, Association of America, has just certified them 63 times platinum, ACDC. Yeah! 63 million in album sales ties them for ninth place on top grossing artists of all time. Back in Black Alone is now certified 19 times platinum. Oh, Sixth highest of all time. The only time I get to play this song is Yeah. Uh, none more deserving than ACDC. None more deserving. They... they Changed a lot of lot of music. They changed metal. They mm -hmm. wrote great songs. Cool guys. What more can you ask for? Are they touring again? Or are they already been around? I missed them. They had an album that was it last year. Stiff I upper lip. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, sure. but I, I didn't know if they toured that thing yet. I think it may be out there. Well, that's great. Well, we'll check out David Cassidy tour plans and ACDC tour plans. We'll get back to you on that. Celtics over Indiana, 102-96 last night. Hockey Rangers, 4-2 over Montreal. Islanders beat New Jersey, 3-2. Should be some icy roads and spots till around 8 o'clock this morning. Then mostly cloudy with a high into the low 40s. Tonight, clouds in 20s. And tomorrow, cloudy in the early morning. Then maybe some snow showers and a high in the upper 30s. It's 33 at 717. You know, I told you my cousin. Well, it's not my cousin. My wife's cousin. And coincidentally, it's Cousin Eddie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pull up in a trailer, I hope. It's called an RV car. Crapper's <laughs> uh, <laughs> full. <laughs> Got it parked in the driveway. Um, Did he bring your white shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you like mine, Clark. Uh, you look like you could go for a cold one, D. Here, have mine. Uh, anyways, he, he's arrived with his three kids. He lives in Florida. Mm. And his kids are like, uh, two, five, and eight. And uh, they've never seen snow. Oh, wow. They never saw snow. And we really don't have much up here. Mm -hmm. And it was, Suzette said, there's like barely anything left on the ground. And first, because they arrived like 1230 at night, it was dark. And he woke up and they ran outside and a little bit of snow left. They were sledding it in, throwing <laughs> it. And they, were, they were like so excited. They never saw snow. We take it for granted. Yeah, we ah, do. Yes, we do. All right. Let's take a break. Come back.
and we'll get to Nick out on the streets. Everybody loves Nick on the streets. Well, armed with just a little information about women and lesbians, Nick headed out with his <laughs> tape recorder. Okay, but what, which passes are we going to give away here? Auto show. All right, hey, lock those phone lines out. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Connecticut Expo Center, it's Frank Morata's Auto Show. And we've got a pair of passes. This is the 42nd annual auto show, and these passes are good for any one of the three days, okay? Uh, if they've done it for 42 years running, it's probably a pretty cool auto show. I've heard good things about it. So call number 10 at 860-666-4444. We'll get a pair of passes to Frank Morata's auto show this weekend. Okay, stick around. Nick on the Streets is next on D-Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Your recommendation would be D-Snyder Radio. Regular or king size. What? WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Practice makes perfect. Transportation provided by Peter Pan Russell. Highest quality. Radio 104. Now back to D-Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. By the way, Rita from Coventry won the passes for the big auto show this weekend. I think it's interesting, quite pleasing actually, that so far all the winners of the passes that I remember have been females. Yeah, I think you're right. That's good. Maybe they enjoy cars themselves, or maybe they're scooping them up for their own man. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But Frank Morata's auto show this weekend. We'll have more pairs to give away tomorrow and Friday as well, right? Or not, I mean, Friday's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Today's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. Oh, yeah. Got that special extended Friends tonight. Yeah, with the Saturday Night Live, 20 minutes thrown in. Oh, 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 I watched the tape. That was awesome. Oh, of Reno, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I know I thanked you by name already, but the person who gave me their tape of Saturday Night Live, I'll tell you what. I mean, if I didn't know about it in advance, because I was just waiting for it to come, when's she coming? When's she coming? You know, I mm -hmm. think I would have dove out a window and taken my <laughs> own life, just and died with a big, big puddle of D and a smile on what's left of my face. I mean, that was so effing funny to see her come out there. But they didn't do no moshing. I know. I was really and they didn't hoping dance for it. To my Sharona. What happened to that? That was her song. I like that. Uh, a couple of letters I want to address here before we get into Nick's work. Nick's tape out on the streets. We got to find a clever name for that. You know, catchy name. Mm -hmm. You know, Dan Rather's got a catchy name for his stuff. Everybody's got a catchy name. You're a damn reporter, Nick. Sorry, T. No. Yeah, and I if don't you give know it, if I would say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm interviewing people, asking questions. That's reporting, right? You know, it's a skill. It's you a certainly best. can't say that everybody can do the job Nick does, or anybody could. I don't think so. He's a special. He's very special. He's he is special. Okay, he's special. <laughs> I will go along with that. <laughs> That's what his mother always said. Nick's special. Well, it's like D. You know, I I think this is what it is. When you say Nick is a reporter, I I was a reporter. It's like saying Nick's a singer because he can sing. I understand. I mean? You know what? Nick is not a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> not a, he's not a reporter. I, I, I very boy. You really brought that one home. See, <laughs> I mean, I, I do. Well, I was listening to one of my house of hair shows, and I listened to Brett Michaels yowling 
like a wounded seal. And is, and I'm going, my, this guy can barely carry a tune. He sold four times the records <laughs> I sold. Why did I even bother? You know, now that you think about it, maybe it's a good thing he got out of the business, Beth. Right. With people like Nick making a <laughs> name for himself. I just want to address these letters. People still reacting very uh, to that 13-year-old kid who set himself on fire. Mm-hmm. And not one has stepped up and said, wait a minute, you know, what about the kid or this or that? I mean, certainly, Beth, you have, and people, of course, Mm -hmm. feel bad. Kid got burnt. But the issue that Joe Lieberman wants MTV to change their programming because a 13-year-old set himself on fire because he was watching Jackass. Seems ridiculous. And, you know, and Jen from Meriden wrote in and said, uh, you know, where were the parents? I think 12 and 13 is way too young to be watching Jackass. Uh, and uh, wake up people we're responsible for what we bring into this world well is 10 too young to be watching Jackass because I let my kids watch Jackass Uh, Princess Leia who is 13 really I didn't know that yeah she seems much older says yesterday in health class we were talking about she seems way older I know yeah I thought mature. she was, I don't know, 20. <laughs> All right, Sean, stop hitting on her. Um, anyway, she said uh, they talked about that kid in, in school, you know, and she oh, says, I'm good. 13. People my grade are stupid, but we're not that stupid. But she says, Jackass is just harmless fun, and there is a disclaimer. People should take responsibility for their own actions and not blame their stupidity on someone else. And then Todd and Jen of Newington, they go off and, they, you know, that they feel the parents were at fault. So at this point, just to, to end this, because I don't want to keep going for more than three or four days like it is, I just have to say this. We can't say that the parents should be there every moment of every day. They can't. We can't. It's impossible. No, well, not physically. It's not impossible, but it's just not realistic. What you got to do is teach your children to be smart enough not to do things like this. That's what the parents' responsibility is. Because now people are getting a little carried away and, you know, they shouldn't be watching these shows. What was that, that quote that somebody sent us yesterday? Yeah, prepare a kid to, for the path ahead Don't as opposed the path to... prepare for the kid, yeah. Uh, preparing the path for the kid. So, you know, the parents fell, fell short here because they didn't teach their kid well enough to to differentiate between stupidity and something intelligent from a TV show and real life. That's where the problem lies. But the idea that they're supposed to follow them around and, and, you know, and watch everything they do when they're 12 and 13 years old, it's not happening. It is not happening. Uh, Then on to the fat man and the weasel. Diana Bristol says, I was listening to 104 yesterday, as I do every morning. Heard the good news. Sean has now lost a total of seven pounds. Congratulations, Sean. Way to go, baby. Uh, Sean has shown us all how seriously he's taken the fat man versus the weasel. And and they said, who actually loses weight over the holidays? That was a tough time there where he didn't Mm. really lose anything. But she thinks we should change Sean's name from the fat man to the svelte man. Maybe soon we will, Sean. If you've been on the website, Radio104.com, and seen him in a diaper. Yeah, I'm a fat ass still. I'll admit. Sean, yeah, Sean yeah. you did not You're look overweight. that bad. You had a You're overweight. little bit of a love handle issue, but, other, you know, you could be you a little more... liar! No, Dark Side <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dark Side's one to talk. I was surprised when I saw him in the diaper. He wasn't as heavy as I thought he would be. But you can't call him Svelte yet. No. He has some work to do. 
Anyway, and uh, and she thanks both you guys for keeping your diapers on, and she sure <laughs> Beth appreciates the valiant effort. Yes, I do. Um, and then let's see. Uh, well, uh, Vanessa from Woolkit says you've been had. I can't believe you and Pilgrim let Nick slip this one by you. Okay, Nick lost two pounds at the last weigh-in. Now this weigh-in, he gained four pounds. Technically, he really only gained two pounds mm -hmm. because the other two brought him back to zero. That didn't get past us, right? Yeah, I don't think we, so. We, I mean, he's only put on two pounds, but we have to acknowledge that he brought himself back from the two he lost. <laughs> and uh, let's see, what else we got here? Oh, um, CJ says that her four-year-old daughter heard Nick's challenge, and she saw him fight <laughs> Sonar. She thinks she can take him. <laughs> so you you may you may actually have a challenger. Uh, Klepto Kyle, who's desperate for some mic time, he's challenging everybody to Jeffrey. <laughs> I mean, just anybody. Now he wants to challenge Nick and Sean, he, you know. Uh, but he was sickened when Nick gave the pedophile, the pedophile like, yeah, when Beth did a news story on four-year-old girls boxing. Uh, he was, and, and the last letter is from Joe Baggs. He says, uh, subject to Sheik swears vengeance. Dear D, okay, what happened now? The Sheik was at the donut shop today ranting and raving on how you were ripping him a new a-hole. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wrong words to choose around, Nick. Let's say how you were making fun of him. He started throwing things around and spitting everywhere. He told Clifford to take a dump on my floor. Jesus, man, don't you know how sensitive this guy is? He already has tried to take his own life once, and that failed on him. I don't know. I think you've pushed him over the edge, D. Last time I saw him, he was riding Clifford out of the donut shop, shop with a crawler in one hand and his sword in the other, chanting something in his native tongue. All I can see in the distance was that smelly camel's ass covered in D-Euro stickers and a sign that said Hartford or bust. You might have just pushed him over the edge this time. Beware up there in Hartford. Joe Bags, peace. Uh, what did we say about the sheik? We just said that... Well, we... We were talking yesterday about the fact that UConn is having a less than stellar season and that Joe Baggs missed his get... Or the, I'm sorry, the sheik... Sheik. She always gets those confused. ...incorrectly on the Super Bowl and wasn't having such a good record elsewhere as well, I think. Uh, yes, and he... Right, so, I mean, I don't, but that's... He's suicidal over well, that? I'm sure it's a combination of the lackluster season on the part of the Huskies and the fact that he may have run into some trouble during the Super Bowl. Hey, hey, Joe Beggs, do me a favor and lace one of those crullers with some pot or something. <laughs> this guy needs to mellow out because uh, I don't think we were tearing him a new a-hole. That's, a, that's yeah. a gross exaggeration. But enough of that. All right, let's... Uh, Nick was out on the streets. Do we need to set this up in any way, Nick? Uh, you want to tell us a little something or just let the, let the tape do the talking? Yeah, for the most part, it was just asking uh, people about lesbians in Hartford. <laughs> that's about it. Thank God the listeners can't see the labeling on this thing here because... Uh, it gives the whole thing away. Uh, let's see what happened when Nick went out on the streets yesterday. No, I was just um, doing a uh, study uh, on women. A lot of women, like, take 20 women. Excuse me, you're taking credit for this study? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was studying the study myself, so, yeah. Dark side. Stop checking out the guys on Am I Hot or Not. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to check out the girls. 
He's been hanging around Nick too much. Darkseid's so homophobic that he's scared to give a guy anything over a two. <laughs> <laughs> Even really good-looking guys, he'll just go, two. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. He's, he's a handsome man. Yeah, I'm helping Doesn't out Doesn't make you gay yeah. to acknowledge a person's go good looks? <laughs> helping out Sean. Does it, Beth? Doesn't make you gay, No, of course not. Oh, okay. <laughs> See? Makes you confident. All right. Back to the tape. Yeah. Four of those women will want to be with other women. Like being lesbians and stuff like that. What do you What do you think about that? Oh, that's absolutely nuts. But it's, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, and I, I mean, why do you think it's nuts? What's going on? Well, it just doesn't make sense, you know. Men should be with women, and women should be with men. I mean, to me, it's crazy, really. Why do you think they like to lick each other and stuff? Because they couldn't find a man to do this job. So, or they have like some maybe some emotional problems. Some mental. Were you scared? This guy has like sort of a threatening tone in his voice. <laughs> he was a little scary, yeah. Yeah, it sounds kind of intense. Yeah. Because they could not find a man to do this job. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a winner. Yeah. They'll get out of here. I have to leave this bomb in this place. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was the best guy you could find, right? Oh, this was a good one. <laughs> okay. Mental problems. Some mental problems. Yeah, I would say that, like, a lot of lesbians have mental problems. Mostly, yes. Yeah. And um, do you think, like, <laughs> most lesbians are lesbians because, like, they're really ugly and fat? Uh, half of them, yes. So you... Isn't it great when two great mommies <laughs> get together like that? It's, it's unbelievable. Beautiful. Reaching out across the seas, the cultures, reaching out. And you found their morning show producer. <laughs> Was he here stealing ideas? <laughs> Think like ugly haircut, fat ass, big pimples. Uh, to me, it looks like 50% of them contribute to to how ugly they are. So, would you say like a lot of a lot of lesbians then are ugly women and fat women who have just had a hard time, like haven't been able to hook up with a guy, so they'll find another unattractive fat woman to lick? To, exactly. Uh, they have. So when are you guys getting together again? Met <laughs> <laughs> on a common ground. We got a lot of things in common. He's hanging from, out at the brickyard this Friday. <laughs> found out he's from Jerusalem, actually. So wow, uh, yeah. the ignorance runs rampant <laughs> in Bushnell Park. Yeah, it's international. Uh, yeah. It's international. Problems. I mean, I will take fifty percent for uh, for like being ugly and fifty which hurt by guys. So it's like half half. The whole concept of it doesn't make sense like guys doing guys i mean what sense does it make you know it's, yeah. it's even disgusting to talk about it like this but did he call you nick <laughs> no <laughs> did he say what's this nick i don't know he what he I said didn't hear that. That, no. oh i thought maybe at this point you get a relationship had extended <laughs> but now you're on a first name basis <laughs> what's this guy's doing guys yeah like guys you know taking out their penis and you know you know, just sticking it in holes in other guys, you know? We know how it works, Nick. Man. I mean, uh, it just doesn't make sense, does it? No, no. It doesn't. So, uh, same thing as the woman. Do you think these people might uh, should get, like, psychiatric help and maybe put in mental homes and stuff? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, man. I mean, they shouldn't have what's so-called rights, because that's crazy. I mean, these people... What's this co what country does this guy come from, did he tell you? Jerusalem. You're going to be doing a little vacation this year? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine, your, your, your brother's over there. They're sick, and yeah. we should treat them instead of like making it all like same sex is marriage. And I mean, even if you look at a religion side, God, I mean, it seems to me like we're in the last, last days coming soon from 
you know, what you see around here, there's guys doing guys, women's doing women's, and going both ways. <laughs> just, I frankly, I frankly, when I know I'm speaking to a gay woman or a gay guy, sometimes I get nervous taking money from him or uh, to come close to them or... Do you think they should... Why is he taking money from him? That's <laughs> part of his job. Did you find the most... Did you put up a sign that said, I'd like to speak to the most <laughs> ignorant person here? <laughs> <laughs> right over here. Right over here. This guy has a lot of information. A lot to say. Armageddon is coming because of this. <laughs> what he thinks. And now you wonder why they're blowing up our buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all gay. Like brush their teeth like a couple extra times. It's not that. It just, uh, it just <laughs> imagining somebody doing this. I mean, to me, it's this. And I can even deal with him. The whole concept doesn't make sense, and uh, we shouldn't be—I mean, it shouldn't be legal. Uh, the society here should fight it. All right. Well, thank you for your time and your insight. I mean, it was really helpful. People at Hartford appreciate it. Anytime, but okay. Anytime. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sure Nick will be going back though. <laughs> so you're here every day with the papers. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I'll be—I'll be looking for you next week, Nick. I thought you were going to go out. I mean. Get an overview or something here. I, you know, I mean, we're talking about, you know, don't you think a few people's opinions might be, uh, you know, be considered? Yeah, in yeah. This interview. I, I um, I, I have uh, some differing opinions in the next piece here. So I've talked to more oh. people. It's just not this guy's, this gentleman's uh, opinion from Jerusalem that we'll hear. You find one guy that you that sees things the way you see things, and you just latch on to him like, "Oh, here it is! I found proof." No, that's not how Nick sees things. <laughs> I, I, you know the the, the conversation. So should they like brush their teeth two or three times? <laughs> oh, you know. Okay, so you, you got you have another piece here where you've spoken to a couple more people. Yeah, you got some yeah. differing opinions. Yeah. Good, because I, I hope you're trying to be. Even just slightly objective. Oh, of course. I mean, objectivity is the key to mm. good reporting, right, Beth? You'd think. Yeah. Okay, I would think. Okay, uh, let's uh, take a not a break, but let's get a traffic update before we go into this next piece. Psycho Dan. Okay, traveling on 84 eastbound. It's going to be uh, steady traffic from Sisson Avenue to the downtown tunnel. 84 westbound near exit 56. We have an accident that's going to back things up to exit 58. 91 southbound near exit 36. We have reported debris blowing around the highway. That has slowed things down considerably. Then it's going to be slow from 36 to the 84 merge. 91 northbound looks pretty good right now. No problems there. And if you're traveling on Route 2, it's going to be slow from exit 8 to 5D. And again, from exit 4 to the flyover. At 743, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Okay, now this is where it opens wide, right? It opens up oh, yeah. opens up here and Nick starts like, you know, fielding the question. Here it is. On the streets, I forgot the original question. <laughs> it was, you were armed with, hey, rumor has it, sir, is it a survey that 25%, 20% of women have had lesbian sex, 50% have thought about it or considered it. Okay, and this was the question you went to the streets with. Let's see what happened. Hey man, do a couple seconds. I got a few questions. Are you, what kind of questions? Well, uh, it's about um, lesbians. I'm doing field research. Oh no! No 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 man! No, they're they're not like bad questions. We're doing this first study on like why why do you think like all lesbians play softball? Because they don't have any men, men genitals to to play with. What? Hey sir, sir, <laughs> I'm doing uh, some field research. First of all, are you familiar with what lesbians are? 
women homosexuals. What do you think about lesbians? Well, I think they have the freedom to, um, uh, you know, to do anything they want as long as they don't break the law. Like, I don't know the rules about what lesbians can do in public or in private if there are laws like that. But um, I have nothing against lesbians, but I'm not really an advocate for them either. I saw two women in an embrace, and they were kissing each other pretty kind of, um, kind of um, sexual or something. And um, it definitely gave me the, the reaction to look away, you know? Like, call it. <laughs> Is that your reaction, Dave, when you see that? Another rocket scientist heard from. <laughs> well, as long as they're not breaking laws, yeah. Like robbing oh, banks, yeah. you mean? Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Like they're making out and robbing people. <laughs> it's like disgusting. Most it lesbians are extraordinarily violent people, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It should be stopped. They must be stopped. And I'm glad he looked away. I'm sure the lesbians were glad he looked away, too. <laughs> um, it was some kind of, uh, you know, something I just couldn't know about. You know what I mean? Why do you think that their their tongues... Yeah, we know clearly <laughs> something you don't know about, sir. After 10 minutes of watching, I just had to turn away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like a concentrate on masturbating. They're so long and wide. I never heard that before. Lesbians have very big tongues. And I didn't... I never knew that. It's rarely a topic that I... I really ponder, but I got to get going right now. Oh my God! What's your definition? You've offended the, the idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just lost the idiot. I got to get going. And started a rumor. <laughs> that lesbians have long, wide tongues. I never even heard it that said before. You well, just because make it's that not up? true, do you? Of, part course. Of, of course, it's not true. But this, this stupid, you know, there's stupid rumors. Did you just make that up on the spot, or is this something you and your buddies talked about? <laughs> oh, it's just some studying I've been doing, you know. Uh, okay. Of they could control their mind. They don't, they don't know what they want, and they get confused in life. And then they start looking at other girls? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nick! What I asked him what his definition of a lesbian was, and that's it what he wouldn't gave me. be humorous to hear a reasonably intelligent person discuss it. I was curious to find out. You haven't spoken to a woman yet. Yeah, the, um, I told you you got some resistance. <laughs> oh, women won't talk to you about yeah, lesbians. These guys are covering it, though. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're sure. They're giving us all the answers we want. Woman is a beautiful thing, I, and I don't have a problem with gay men or lesbian women. So if two guys are anally assaulting each other, that doesn't bother you? It doesn't bother me. Do you think it's like, do you think it's a disease in the brain or something? No, I, I, don't, I don't look at it as a defect, though. A lot of the studies have said that these lesbians are defected. Personally, I think it's gross, Nick. but it's their choice. We're doing a survey. Oh, oh, oh I thought Darkseid was doing that. That's a little sweep between <laughs> the two pieces. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Darkseid, chill with the, the tongue thing. <laughs> I can't believe you said studies have shown they're defective. You're defective. Um, no, you don't even was, need a study. There's a little skew in the study. I but see. <laughs> yeah, a little skew in your brain is more like it. And it came out like 20% of women have had sexual experiences with other women. I mean, do you see that around or why do you think that happens? I don't know why it happened, but I know a lot of it goes on. Do you think it's a disease or why do you think they do that? I guess the law of nature for a man. I was always told if uh, another woman get hold of another woman, she 
Since you don't want no more man. <laughs> are, are you familiar with what lesbians are? Lesbian? Yeah, lesbian. It's shame, bro. Shame? Yeah. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I actually heard the question asked once during both those pieces. <laughs> to Fred Sanford. <laughs> yeah. You know, D, he's the shit. I mean, I have nothing against people of color, clearly, but are there any Caucasians in this town? <laughs> um, no. No, they're just at the insurance companies, and they usually have cafeterias there, and they kind of stay inside during the day. <laughs> Wisely. They hear there's some yeah. nut from a radio station outside asking sick questions. <laughs> Nobody go, no one go outside. There are kids out there again with the tape recorder. Accosting passerbys. Well, another I, I. What did you learn from that, Beth? Is that Nothing. <laughs> it was funny. I didn't learn it. Was I supposed to learn something? I don't. I don't think I learned anything. Well, I liked. Well, that's the point. I think that we're. I think he's missing the boat here. I think even in a humor-filled moment, that there's something should be gleaned from it. I learned that something. we have a long way to go <laughs> in. Uh, gaining acceptance for the gay community, at least in Bushnell Park. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, I learned similar that gays should stay out of Bushnell yeah. Park. <laughs> They're not welcome in Bushnell Park, apparently. At least not, not at that not, guy's news kiosk. <laughs> exactly. Stay away from that street corner, apparently. <laughs> stay away from Nick. Well, Nick, another fine job. We look forward to your next installment, which, oh, I do believe is going to be a visit to Doc B. Yeah. Was this can Nick, uh, which is a little different from the can Nick. This is in the can, so to speak. Uh, you're going for a prostate exam, are you not? Yeah. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, feel all right, and then thought goes through your mind. Everything changes. But just yesterday, you said it was going to be awesome. That's a quote. Yeah, I was looking forward to it, but realization hit in today that I'm going to be in a doctor's office with my butt cheeks spread eagle. <laughs> Doc B, ready to go. So That's what you wanted. No, you're not spread eagle. God, <laughs> God your imagery is like... I mean, I'll be in a doctor's office laying on silk sheets. <laughs> Rose petals dropped about my naked frame. Spread eagle as doctor penetrates me. No! Like dork. That? It's very clinical. You dumb bastard. <laughs> very clinical. Uh. It's emotionless. <laughs> there are gloves involved. There's, there's discretion. It's, it's, it's over in a second. It's so. probably all you need. Mm. Uh, and no kissing involved. <laughs> I feel a lot of love in this room. <laughs> no, well, turning around, get a kiss. Uh, no, it doesn't work that way. Doc uh, B will show you. This is very straight up. Well, I'm going to bring a few things to set the mood. <laughs> oh, you are, are you? You can ask Doc B if he'll buy you dinner first. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe you'll buy him dinner afterwards. That's right. Or breakfast. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to have a special bond today. Uh, my Nick and Doc be curled up on the table together. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Was it good for you? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, well, you're going to do that today, but uh, I'm not sure what we're going to share that with the people. Uh, although tomorrow looks good. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow's looking very good as I look at the schedule. I might want to consider that. Okay, uh, well, I guess we'll take a break here, and we'll come back for some news. Mm-hmm. Beth Lockwood, what's going on? Well, I have a story about a bachelor party, the antics of which will make Nick's antics in college seem mild. A couple of road rage incidents. One breaks out in a funeral procession. A story about men. Do they prefer their cars more than their wives? Also, we have in the news Marilyn Manson, an update on that story yesterday about a remake of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah, we got reaction to that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also a big reaction to Sagan Zevas, but it's actually Zevas, which is one of the things I've been told. It's Zagan Zevas, right? Zagan Zevas. Zagan Zevas. Well, that's what the Germans are telling me. I'll, I'll, I'll explain that to you when we get back with more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Your recommendation would be D Snyder Radio. Regular or King Size. WMRQ. Practice makes perfect. Transportation provided by Peter Campbell. Highest quality. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. The guy's a fighter. It only takes one man to change the way things are. On Radio 104. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Mm, that's right. It's February. And the event that my dad, who said he's never going to listen to my show again, um, is in fact listening. Happy birthday, Dad. Well, happy birthday, Mr. Snyder. Yes. Happy birthday. 70. 70 years old. That's a big one. Seriously big one. And um, he said he stopped listening because... We, I was trashing him, and you said, <laughs> I was talking about something that he did to me when I was a kid, and you said, oh, I met your parents, they seem kind of nice. He said, and there was five seconds of dead air. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I didn't time it, but uh, I've said nice things about you guys. I love you, Dad. Taught me a lot of good things. My, any comedic thing I got going on directly from my dad. Get in here. We're watching Monty Python. Sit down. <laughs> All in the family. This is funny. Get in the car. We're gonna see- yeah, he'd yell at you to watch comedy. It's like scary. You're going to- <laughs> We're going to see Mad, 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 Mad World. This is hysterical. Sit down. Why aren't you laughing? Oh, it wasn't that bad, actually. No, he's got a good sense of humor. Happy birthday, Dad. Anyways, uh, Black History Month starting next week. We're going to be celebrating Black History Month. We've got all kinds of little things for you so in recognition. And we've got our own resident African-American, you know, so we, we're, we're hooked in to the community. And we'll be sharing all kinds of good things with you. Today's Dan's mom's birthday, too. Yeah. Check that out. Happy birthday, Mrs. Williamson. Happy birthday, mein Freund Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Frau oh yeah, Williamson. <laughs> Frau. Frau Williamson. That's it. I don't know my German. Apparently, yeah, I, I know I don't know my German. Mm-hmm. Some big reactions on Zegende Vas. And uh, first one says, D, 
I've let you know how absolutely hysterical today's Sagan Z Voss was. I was driving to work totally laughing my ass off and people were staring. I think once they saw my D Euro sticker, they understood. And they probably did, actually. I should tell you about the, the new network of locations we have for D Euro stickers. There's like 30 of them. They're all over Connecticut, one on Long Island, Massachusetts. Go to Radio104.com. Find out the, the closest place to you where you can pick up a D Euro. Continuing on. The Blitzkrieg round was awesome. The color of, of the sun is dandelion. Oh, my God, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> However, as a woman of good German stock, I feel obligated to further correct your pronunciation. The word Z, C, is pronounced Z. That S-I-A, we were saying say, is pronounced Z. It's the formal word for you in German. You got the Zagen part right. Zagen, I, I think. Zagen, see, I, I can't. Zagen, Z, Vas. All right, but that's Terry Sonneman. Uh, so uh, she wrote in. And also, uh, let's see, Jen Bethke writing in. Great to hear from Jen, a uh, longtime friend of the show. She's Burger Herr Snyder. She's speaking in German to me. I simply wanted to commend you on the recent attention you have given to us Germanic folk. Too often are we German ov Germans overlooked or badmouthed by those who believe that we were all Nazis and that each German person was responsible for the Second World War. I hope that I will hear more positive talk of us Germans from your radio show, with the occasional tasteless Nazi joke, of course. And I want to let you know that I am at your disposal if you need any help with the German language or culture for, you, for your Zagen Sie Was. Pronunciation should be Zagen Sie Was. And she's, again... Busting our chops. So that means we have to get bison to, <laughs> to clear your throat. Should we get bison to recut that? I don't know. Uh, and so, uh, but she appreciates the efforts we're making to expose people to German culture. Dan, how do you like this, man? Psycho. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. Getting some good yeah. reaction. Mm -hmm. The only thing Listen is, the only yeah. problem I have is, uh, is Nick lately. He's been kind of a bitch on the show. And I don't know if maybe we should replace him. <laughs> With Nick's permission, of course, because he is the show producer. <laughs> well, maybe if he promises to try to be a better player. I don't think you're even trying, Nick. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm not going to play into Psycho's game. It's a good I mean, game. It's all right. I mean, I'll get a little bit better at it. That's why I might be a little upset. But um, I've won before. Yeah, I know. But I, I son about it's him tougher. The game yeah. has gotten tougher. Yeah, don't you feel that, Beth? <laughs> yes. Well, look here. Here's another letter. It says, uh, "D, first, let me pass on my condo uh, condolences for your untimely demise, <laughs> which apparently happened sometime during the elder Bush's presidential reign of terror. Trust me when I say your memory lives on." Now on to the reason I'm writing. When Psycho Dan's Madcap Game Show first debuted, I can honestly say I wasn't all that impressed. Sure, his deadpan, monotone voice <laughs> lends itself to the exciting world of traffic reports. But game shows? Well, I have to say that the last few weeks have been showing steady signs of progress, and today's episode was the peak. The questions were challenging. Psycho was his usual Colonel Clink self, and during the Blitzkrieg round, I actually learned that the real color of the sun is dandelion. Who knew? I hope the show continues its upward stride, and one day maybe we could mention Dan's name right up there with Chuck Barris, Bert Convy, and dare I say it, Guy Smiley. <laughs> you know who Guy Smiley is? No. 
He's the host of all the Muppet Game shows. Oh. Your host, Guy Smiley. Seriously, though, keep up the good work. Until next time, I remain Hunter Rose. Uh-oh, Leanne of uh, Meriden corrects you. She says, um, I was listening to the show and heard Dyke Psycho Dan say that Chuck E. Cheese doesn't make macaroni and cheese. I know for a fact that he does. I happen to have several boxes of this stuff. Having tested it, my advice is stick to the craft. Mm. But she corrects you. How do you feel about that, Psycho? Someone correcting you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, she's probably wrong, first of all. <laughs> and maybe she should try calling in to be a lifeline. Yeah, okay, so you can just squash her. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Prophet, the last thing he says, D, I was just thinking that you have the bra and thong of shame for the loser of the feud. <laughs> we hadn't named it that, but I think that's a pretty good name. The bra and thong of shame. Hmm. Why not have a penalty for the loser of Psycho's game show? Interesting. Hmm. Psycho, something maybe you want to think about? Yes, I want to put a lot of thought into that one, but I will the think of something. The swastika of shame, maybe? <laughs> oh, or uh, the German helmet of shame? The toothbrush mustache of shame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear a fake Hitler stash. <laughs> you have to wear a Hitler stash for the next show. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, anyways, they really enjoyed your work, so... Uh, congratulations, and uh, from all of us, keep up the good work. Thank you. All right, time for the news, Beth Lockwood style. Radio 104 headlines. A Newington man has admitted murdering his brother-in-law with a nail gun. Richard Tinto faces up to 35 years in prison after pleading guilty yesterday. Authorities say Tinto shot John Lado nine times in the head with a nail gun back in 1998. Have we had this story before? It's been news? a sort of an ongoing story, yes, yeah, since 1998, right. so it's possible oh. we mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, is it another one? He shot him in the head nine times with a nail gun? Mm-hmm. Those things scare the crap out of me. Yeah, they should. Don't they, Dark Side? Yeah, I never actually got a chance to use one. Have they Have been here? Pretty, pretty high-powered. Yeah, I know somebody that's got one, though. He's a carpenter. Yeah, but have you seen him use it? Yeah, I've seen him uh, shoot himself in the foot with it. You could definitely do some damage. No. Okay. No. Wasn't it Lethal Weapon 2? Where they use a nail gun yeah, to protect nailed, themselves? Nailed the dude in the head through the plastic. Awesome. I've never seen any awesome. of those movies. Good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Authorities say they've taken nearly $2 million worth of heroin off Hartford streets. Seven city residents and a New Britain man were indicted by a federal grand jury yesterday. A task force of federal, state, and local police say they seized more than a kilogram of heroin during the bust. Wow. Wow. Dark side's got a lot of consoling to do after the show today, huh? <laughs> Some of your friends are going to be seriously bummed out. <laughs> President Bush could have his full cabinet in place after only 12 days in office. The Senate- I noticed Mudbone turned his Lexus in. <laughs> I don't know if there's any correlation, any connection there, but... Senate's expected to confirm John Ashcroft as Attorney General today, but Democrats want to muster enough no votes to send a message to the President. I don't like that guy. A number of private economists think it's going to take more interest rates cuts, interest rate cuts to stave off a recession. The Federal Reserve cut a key rate another half point yesterday. Some analysts think Fed Chairman Alan Greenspan wants to avoid the mistakes that led to the 1990-91 recession. So they're working on it. Yeah, but it had no effect on the mm. stock market. Yeah, it sort of didn't do much. But I, I really believe what you're saying. If You know, they do these consumer confidence polls after they've berated us in the media with a recession is coming. And then they surprisingly say, well, consumer confidence is down. 
of course it's down. It's like this cycle. It's a chicken exactly. and the egg thing, Dave. Where does it start? And it was so high. Everybody's uh -huh. freaked out. Oh, 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 you know, the stock market's down. It was, it was insane how high the stock market was. It was great mm -hmm. if you're reaping the benefits, but you can't expect it to stay like that forever. And don't get all panicky and nervous and everything like that. And plus, anyway, when the stock market reacts... You know, to, to these to these uh, interest rate cuts, it's just temporary anyway. The, the cutting the interest rate is a long term thing that affects you. You know, that affects things down the road. So, I think it's. I'm not worried about it. I think our phony baloney jobs are safe, gentlemen, <laughs> lady. Thirty year old Stephen Rowley of England had a stag party for himself week prior to his wedding. And he was left in agony and had to be taken to the hospital after a joke involving a pool cue went way too far. Oh! Sort of a warning. This, I'm, I'm going to try to not make it really graphic, but if you have little kids. Anyway, basically what happened is his friends, who I'm sure were drinking, thought it would be funny to tie him spread eagle naked to a pool table and then they assaulted him with a pool cue. He suffered serious internal injuries and had to oh. be taken to the hospital. Police are now investigating. Witnesses who were not involved in the incident say they were stunned by the ferocity of it. One guy said at first there didn't seem to be any malice, and then it got out of hand really quickly. Oh, my God. These are your friends? What goes on at these stag parties? Oh, my God. Well, now we know what we're doing for Nick. <laughs> it's married. <laughs> So, the couple are still planning to get married this Saturday, but obviously he's in some what pain. What is with this stuff? I don't. And here's the kicker. He, they were all rugby players. No! These are the elephant walk guys. <laughs> it's, I was, you know, I said, don't say it. Don't say it. I was going to make a joke. They were the rugby players. I said, don't say it. That's really, that's prejudice. They are. It's assuming the minute you hear... Male raped by other men. Oh, he's a rugby player. Or, oh, you know, and and freaking, you know, Camper wants to just be some regular business guys. <laughs> <laughs> some suits. Like, yeah, or some Dungeons and Dragons players or something different. Why does it always got to wind up being the rugby players? Nick, do you have anything to say for your people? <laughs> um, pool cues, they hurt. You know what I mean? I feel badly for this kid. So, I'm not going to defend the rugby players at all. There's no I, defense. I don't uh. get it. I don't get it either. What is with what is with raping other men and fondling and grabbing and It's really not raping. I would huh? love to talk to somebody it's who It's not raping? Actually is a psychologist or a psychiatrist because people who do this kind of thing either have I would think severe violent tendencies or some repressed Sexual issues. Oh, no kidding. I mean, I mean I'm not saying... Seriously, there's, there's... But why do they seem to, it appears to, come from the athletic community? And in particularly certain sports. I don't know. What Does is, it prove how tough you are that you can tie down another guy and do this to him? Well, they're not trying to prove anything, though. They're just, like, guys on sports teams like that, they hang around together all the time. And a lot of them probably don't have girlfriends. So it's just sexual frustration coming out, that's all. 
Yeah, on good fun. This guy okay. had to go to the hospital. He suffered well, serious injuries. of course, injuries. yeah, I know, but it's going to happen to somebody else on the team. It's like they all go through that stuff. They all do it to one another. It's not like only one guy is singled out from a team all the time. So, hey, this is great. You're getting married. Let's do this. Well, this is why it happens. Start drinking, you know? All right, here's rape right here. Uh, the, 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 a sexual intercourse with a woman. Oh, it specifies with a woman without her consent and chiefly by force or deception. Uh, uh, why is it specific to women, I? Well, let's see. Um, Surprised by that. Unlawful sexual intercourse by force or threat other than by a man with a woman. Is that, would that I cover that, that right qualify. there? An outrageous violation. I think... What happened to the guy on the pool table absolutely constitutes rape. Definitely. Nick. I mean, that is rape. He was raped by his friends so celebrating his pending nuptials. Look at this. K-Man from Waterbury? Yeah. What, you, something happened to you? Yeah, I, I, I originally uh, uh, said when, I, uh, when, the, when they picked up the phone there, that I was raped. I really wasn't raped, but two guys, like I worked with once, and I'm like 6'4", 235. It's a dominance thing. It's a, it's a way of positioning yourself among other men. It's really sick, but two guys, like, they kind of, like, held me down, and another guy, like, kind of, like, humped me. He just got over my back, and the dude, like, just, you know, he humped me, and I was like, I know the rules on the job about physical, you know, about getting physical yeah. with people. I mean, I could have killed these guys. I have a I have a bad temper, and I just like controlled myself, walked out, and I quit. I left the job. But so yeah, two guys like they just they just climbed on top of me, man. Oh, and that's I mean, you, you, you in the beginning you said you think it's a dominance thing. It's, it's bizarre. Like, it's I I have heard this happen. My father had told me he'd seen guys do it to other guys in in uh, in like uh, he was in Korea. It's a sick way of exerting, and it's a positioning thing. It's it's not done. I mean, of course, it's not done every day. No, it's I not. Mean, well, I mean, it's done every day Deeper. somewhere on this planet, I'm sure. But it's done in these Deeper. situations where you got Ugh. all guys. It's like this hazing. It's like kind of like, I don't know, it's a twisted. It, there's something with it. I don't, I don't understand it fully, but I understood what happened when it happened to me. And, I, of course, I had my clothes on. I wasn't like. Yeah, I understand. I wasn't penetrated, but it was, like, sick. It wasn't, like, a joke. It was, like, I can't... Because ex- I've seen guys do it to other guys. It was, you know, in gym class and stuff, where they come up from behind you, and they kind of, like, fake hump you. Now, that's, like... That's, like, not... That's kind of, like... That's being dumb. That's just being yeah. dumb. But, I mean, I'm talking about two guys. They're holding you down, and another guy climbs on your back and kind of, like, fake humps right over, you know, your clothes. And, he, and you know... It's it's just it's demoralizing. It's sick. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, you feel really bad. Well, you were smart. I, 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 it's smart to walk. It wasn't smart to be involved in a working environment. It sounds like, like you know, every day at Nick's house, man. Thanks, K man. I appreciate calling it. S- Scott from Watertown. Scott, it's D. How you doing, D? I'm good, man. You're a rugby player. Please defend the rugby players. <laughs> I gotta defend the rugby players. Please. I rugby in college at URI. And I played sports all through high school, and I have never, ever heard of anything like that happening. There was always hazing and stuff like that going on, but nothing like that. I thought it's so super to I mean, well, first of all, let me say that, I mean, I got to assume this is, like, pretty extreme, but we've seen a tendency 
uh, we've heard a lot of things in the rugby community about the elephant walk and uh, and all these kinds of things. What just this obsession with male nudity and, and genitals and and what did you find that? We lost him, I think. Oh, we lost Scott. Uh, yeah, he's got a bad connection. Ah, I want to get that question. Karen from Oxford. Hi, how are you? Good. You know something about this? Well, I've got two male border collies, and that last guy who was talking about his dad, what he said about dominance, I don't think it's a sexual thing. I think it is a dominance thing, because these two guys, my two dogs, are running around the house humping each other all the time. Went to the but those are dogs. <laughs> those are dogs, Karen. Well, but the thing is, I went, they're both male, and they're, they're even neutered, hi, Nick. And I went to the vet and said, you know, I've got these two dogs, you know, is it a sexual thing? What's going on? And he said, in the animal community with apes and dogs and different things, it's a male sign of dominance. So they're yeah. proving that they are the stronger, or superior, or the dominant in the pack. You got it. I mean, Ed, come on. What male doesn't want to get on top? You know what I mean? It's just of a woman, maybe, Karen. <laughs> but I'm I'm not going that way. I have I'd like to say for the record, I have not yet humped Darkside or Nick, <laughs> and uh, and or Beth for that matter. And I think I've you know I don't need that to prove my dominance in, within within the show. Jeez. But I maybe that's true for but the animal kingdom. I don't. Kingdom, if, yeah. Karen, yeah, if I sound like I was yelling at you, I wasn't yelling at you. I'm just I appreciate your observation. But again, you're talking about two dogs. And you know what? I believe that that's right. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's effing sick. Stop with the homosexual stuff. Well, just even aside from the fact that it has any sexual tendency, it's disgusting to do that to another human being. Actually, I don't mind. Well, the rape part is out of, out yes. of the question. I don't mind the homosexual stuff if that's what you're about. But it's those same people who you know, will go and kick the crap mm -hmm. out of a gay guy. Like, you know, what's up with that? And the, I mean, I'm not saying this is everybody in every case. We had the, I've, I'm not, you know, I'm not that way. But it just seems to happen too often in that, in, in that community. Damn. Oh, okay. I just got to, somebody, I, I thought Karen was going to have some, like, you know, some psychological insight. She had the two dog story. <laughs> Doug. Which was good. Are you a psych major? Um, no, I have a BA in psychology. Okay. You have some insight here? Yeah, actually, uh, rape was one of my areas of uh, uh, concentration, really. Um, okay. It is not a sexual thing. It is 100% power and dominance. Um, a rapist does not need to finish the job, so to say. Um, just needs that power in their, in their world. Well, I guess, Basically. you know, I've heard that about men raping women, that it's a power issue. So you think that maybe translates into these other areas, like the pool hall incident? Absolutely. 100%, especially for the fact that men are competitive. Males across the board are 100% competitive. Compete with each other in any way, shape, or form. It's just another way to compete. But why, why rape? Why sexual as opposed to, I don't know, physical? Beat them up. Uh, you know, uh, who can punch in the arm harder? I don't, you know, drinking contests, uh, performing better at the workplace, making more money, having more toys. Why a sex, a sexual act? Um, I don't even think it has to deal with homosexuality. I think it's just the fact that I have power over you. This is the way I'm demonstrating it. Mm. But you don't, and you, and you don't, I mean, you don't think that it, 
that there's any sexual thing in there. Like I said, why can't he kick the crap out of the guy? Right. It's yeah, testosterone. It's, it's strength. It's I have power over you. I just beat the crap out of Nick. I am the stronger male. Right. I and don't got to bend him over. In, <laughs> in their world, um, this is their way of beating them up. Truly, truly, in their mind, this is their way of beating them up. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, it, I, it is. It's a very sick, sick, sick situation. But it is. Uh, that's that's pretty much the way it goes. All right. And is there any... Uh, is, is there... Now, did, when you studied rape, you was mainly... Um, well, it's sexual... mainly female, fem, uh, male over female. But um, right. you do get to the female versus female and male versus male into that. And is there any... Is testosterone play any part of this? Uh, if, why maybe you see it? You know, because uh, in actuality, um, female rape by another female is greater than male rape by another male. What do you mean greater? Uh, it happens more frequently. Women raping women? Yes. I've never even heard of that. Uh, well, that's because obviously, you see Linda Blair in that. Rape. Yeah. So, Dean, I'm about to lose you. I'm about to go through it. Okay, man. So. Thanks, Doug. I, Doug from Madison. I appreciate it. All right. I have I, other I, people calling in. I can't believe this the statistics are higher, women raping women. I, I would really I think more, I'd hear about it more. Uh, I, I need more information. I, I don't think we can talk about this anymore right now. I got a lot of people calling in rugby players, but it's all over the place. And I need some some. I need more information. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't. Mm. I don't get it. Why does it seem to be with athletes? And I'm not saying every athlete. Obviously not. And I'm not even saying the majority. Well, maybe but it strikes me as being something in that community more one of the basis of a lot of athletic competitions is to sh show you are more dominant so why not just i, I don't his know. ass on the field i can't understand that i concept. don't understand it either i don't understand any of it so you of know i can't wrap my mind around women raping women men raping women men raping other men obviously i don't live in that world Nick, you have any grasp on this? I, I please, I'm just just say no if you don't. But or do you think you understand it in any fashion? Because <laughs> obviously, you've been anally fixated. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you've done those kind of things, and you're hung in the jock community, and yeah. you're aware that there tends to be a nudity hazing issue, uh, focusing at times on the genitals and the, and the, and the rectal area. Mm -hmm. Not in all cases, but it does always seem to lean towards that. You got to understand, though, these guys, I mean, they practice together. They play their games together. They hang out together. Guys are guys. They are together all the time. A lot of them don't have girlfriends. A lot of them pick up girls at bars and stuff like that. A lot of them are sexually frustrated and they just hang out and do stupid things. But they're guys hanging out with like, it's not like you have two good friends or something like that. It's like 15, 20 guys here around all the time. So there's also a mob mentality that's Exactly. Involved. Yes. I don't. They pick I'm one speechless. guy out from the team and they're just like, oh, you know, let's tie him up. And then it just escalates. That's all. And they don't think that they're doing any kind of homosexual acts or anything like that because a bunch of other guys who they know are heterosexuals are just egging them on to, you know, take it further. <clears throat> 
Let's go to another story. I can't I think deal with traffic this anymore. Traffic from Psycho. Yeah. Go Psycho. Oh, I'm sorry, Psycho. Traffic's very late. Sorry, folks. Go for it, Psycho. Okay, traveling on 84 eastbound. Steady traffic now from exit 48 into the downtown tunnel. Slow around the Park Road curve. 84 westbound near exit 56. That accident is still there blocking the center lane. Police are working on that. The backup is beyond exit 58 now. 91 southbound. Stop and go traffic from exit 38 to 33. 91 northbound. Just a little bit slow between exits 27 and 29. And on Route 2, it's slow approaching exit 5D and again from exit 4 to the flyover. At 825, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Beth, can I just say this? Yeah. I got th- There's many, many occasions where I want to dominate another male. I never think about raping him or, or anything. I think I want to kick his ass. I think I want to blow him off the stage. I think I want to, you know, I want to dominate him in every way. But I never even occurs to me to enter into that world. No. Dry hump him while two friends hold him down? I, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. All right, Beth, on to something else. Well, in happier news, a fight yeah, broke. please. Hello, hello. <laughs> or not. Here's some happy music, Dark Side. Well, it's not really it's... happy. I was just trying oh. to help. <laughs> okay. A fight broke out when a man, angry that he had to wait for a funeral procession to drive past him, threw a bottle at a mourner's vehicle. Police in Alabama <laughs> say the man sped past the procession and hucked the bottle at a car after slamming on the brakes. The cars then collided and a fight broke out. The alleged bottle thrower and two members of the grieving family have been charged with disorderly conduct. Police lieutenant says it appears to be a case of road rage. No, no rape involved. <laughs> Where was this? Alabama. He's impatient with a funeral procession. God! What's wrong with people? I hope they kicked his ass. <laughs> what a dick. I know. How mad would I uh. be? I'm in a funeral procession. You're grieving and some retard. <laughs> I think the word is properly used. It throws a bottle at the de- at my at my relative's car. Can you imagine? Uh God help you, dude. <laughs> God help you. You know what? I think I'd rape him with that bottle. With his own bottle. No, I wouldn't do that. In Singapore, here's another case of road rage. A lawyer accused of punching, punching a motorist in a road rage incident is claiming, get this, that the other man's face hit his fist. You see how that it works? Happens. It happens. Well, that's Nick's fighting style. The pair confronted he, each other. He blocks, his, he blocks your fist with his face. The pair confronted each other after the road rage incident in Singapore. The lawyer claimed in court that the other driver suddenly swung his head around and connected it with the man's fist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you call that. But, then he um, slammed his stomach into his knee. <laughs> So this is the uh, defense he's trying to present, but the case continues. So I want to try putting an ascot on. <laughs> <laughs> Might help. Uh, Nick, how much time do I have here? You have a little while. All right. Good. A uh, new study says, I can't believe this anyway. This is done by Progressive Auto Insurance. A new study says nearly half, 45% of American men say their car is more important than their wife. Ooh. That's right. The it's online, close, but not more important. <laughs> the online survey 
says 45% rank their cars above everything else, while 17% of male drivers will buy a Valentine's present for their car. (laughs) It also shows one-third of U.S. drivers have a name for their cars. Okay, I have had names for my cars, but... Uh, but my parents have um, a name for their for their Corvette. Yeah, I think when yeah, you have I, sort of a special car, you you call it something. Yeah, you name it. Anybody have a name for any of their cars? <laughs> I've had names for more <laughs> like, of the stupid cars. A lot of referred to them as "Please start, please start," but I don't think I've ever had <laughs> yeah. you know a particular name for any of them. My first car was Sea Biscuit. <laughs> named after the legendary <laughs> racehorse. It was always breaking down and they come on, Sea Biscuit, which was essentially, please start. We, all my friends to call it Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit running? Yeah, yeah, get in, you know. And we'd all jump into Sea Biscuit. Have I ever named one of your cars, Nick? No, I've never named my Not cars. even the Malibu? Not even the Malibu. Well, we used to, no, I can't say that. We used to call it the Boo. Yeah. The Boo? Yeah. Was the it boo, green? See? Oh, yeah, it was green. So you should have called it the Green Monster. No, my mom called it the Green Machine, but I thought that was kind of gay, so I said, we yeah. just called it the Boo. Yeah. I had a car called the Mungmobile. <laughs> that was the, it was a uh, 63 Mercury Comet. <laughs> three on the tree, three speed, six cylinder, got it my grandfather. Woo-hoo! Light him up, D. The most embarrassing car in the world. <laughs> uh, then I had a Cadillac I called the Yay! Behemoth. <laughs> What'd you call the hearse? No, just call it the hearse. The hearse. The yeah. hearse. You're going to use the effing hearse? Nah, you use the effing hearse. It's the effing hearse. And there's the boss, but the boss is already mm-hmm. named the, the boss. boss. That's the name of the car. Dark side, name for a car? Uh, two of them. I had uh, a big black van that we used to call the Roach Coach. <laughs> really? And, um, <laughs> um, and I had a 72 Dodge Charger Ooh. that um, we called the Rainbow Mobile. It was a lot of different colors. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, there was like a fender off of one charger and the door off another, the hood from another Those one. Those parts are tough yeah, to find. It was all, yeah, it was all put together. That's, that's a nice, that's a prettier way of referring to rather than a piece of junk, <laughs> a rainbow mobile. The jalopy. It ran well. The jalopy. Yeah, <laughs> we had, what was the name on, on Star Trek? I forgot what we used to call it. We had a uh, minivan for a while. No, but they had the little, the shuttle. The shuttle. Oh, that, remember there was a little shuttle on the Enterprise? Somebody will call up with it. I forgot what it was called, but we used to call her. We had a minivan for a short time. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I guess it's the Galileo. Oh, as a matter <laughs> of fact, the Galileo. We had this minivan. We called it the Gal the Galileo around the house, and we gave it when we were done with it. We gave it to my mother in law, and they had problems with the car. And my sister-in-law went to get a piece from the auto parts store, mm-hmm. and she went in, and they said, um, what kind of car is it? She said, a Toyota Galileo. <laughs> and she thought it was actually a Galileo. Yeah. And they're looking, they're going, I don't know, what year is that? A Galileo? I'm not from, she wound up calling us up, and they can't find this model. We called it the Galileo. Nut. <laughs> Another survey, this is done by a magazine in England. It was sort of us bedroom habits, and there are some interesting questions. Survey concluded that George Clooney is the man most women would like to wake up next to in the morning. He beat Sean Connery, who came in second. Down at the, well, you know, he's a very rugged guy in his day. Uh, Liam Gallagher was way down at the bottom of who you'd like to wake up next to. I can well, imagine. Liam Gallagher's woken up next to quite a few women, quite honestly. <laughs> that boy gets around. He'd be difficult. Uh, then also, snoring was listed as a partner's worst bedroom habit. 
40% of readers say that a partner snores. The next to most irritating activity is hogging the covers. Is drooling on there? Oh, I don't have that, but I'll bet that's... Well, that really is sort of singular. You only really drool on your own pillow, so I suppose but, that wouldn't bother someone else. But it's really attractive, drooling and snoring. <laughs> As a snorer and a drooler, I can attest. Uh, you drool? Trust me, I'm not crazy about it, but... <laughs> Face stuck to the pillow. I mean, very few no, people are at their bad. best when they're sleeping. I wear that yeah. stupid mouth guard. Few people, few people look wonderful yeah. when they're sleeping. Although my wife looks pretty damn good. They also That's, say that uh, people of this survey, 58% said they change their bed linens once a week. That's that's uh, that's pretty good. 2% oh. admit to changing it only when they remember. <laughs> hmm. And 35% said, you're supposed to change them? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just rotted off. And then finally, uh, readers said the couple they'd most like to see what went on in their bedroom were Victoria Posh Spice and her soccer-playing husband, David Beckham, followed by Madonna and her new husband, Guy Ritchie. A couple? Yeah. Best couples? Ah, like I who know, you'd I wanna see, What couple you'd want to see in their bedroom, yeah. I, I'd have to get the list. I, I want to see the A list first. Mm -hmm. You know, before when I was in, when I was like you know single guy, I always thought it'd be awesome to have uh, instead of sheets, have one of those rolls of disposable paper like they have in a doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you use it, pull it out, tear it off, and have a fresh one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with, I uh, figured out the couple, Anne Heche and Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> even though they're still not together. I'd most like to see them in my bedroom. Good call, I guess. Uh, a Ukrainian hypnotist who allegedly conned dozens of victims tried to hypnotize police into letting her go when they arrested her. Olga Metzer allegedly had been telling victims that they had to give money or else family members would die or be terribly hurt. So she was being arrested on extortion and she tried to hypnotize the police. It didn't work. <laughs> I think she said, these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. What an idiot. Exactly. But it didn't work. You'll let me go. Yeah. What was that? You'll let me go. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> you don't want to call, you don't entertain me any longer. It's not working. And finally, Warner Brothers is ripping Marilyn Manson about his story, saying that he would be playing the lead in the remake of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. They're saying, I don't know why he would say this. The lead has not been cast yet, but I can say it definitely will not be Marilyn Manson. That's from Catherine Ortiz, spokesman for the Hollywood studio. Manson, of course, quoted yesterday saying he would be starring in a remake directed by Tim Burton. Neither of those things is true. The part has not been cast, and it will actually be directed by Gary Ross, who directed Big and Pleasantville. Are you saying that Manson could be psychotic? <laughs> I was kind of looking oh forward God. to it now. I'm bummed out. I thought it had, he had a great take on it. I really thought it was a I know Darkseid didn't like it, but I thought it was a great idea. So who can they get now? If not Manson, who? Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm available! That'd be great. Come on. Can you see me walking out with the cane and everything, doing the forward roll? Exactly. Totally. Willie. Yeah. Willie, Willie Wanka. <laughs> Celtics 102-96 overtime win over Indiana. Hey, it just dawned on me. That guy's name is Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. 
it's one letter away from Willy Wanka. <laughs> and Willy, the guy, English guy who wrote that book, mm -hmm. Willy is an English term for your gen for your penis. So isn't it kind of odd the guy's name is almost Willy Wanker? Penis wanker? Penis jerker? <laughs> yes, I guess that's odd. Masturbator? Masturbator? I, I just, uh, I think that was deliberate. This guy's sick. Uh, Rangers beat Montreal 4-2. Islanders 3-2 over in New Jersey. Cloudy today, high in the low 40s. Tonight, some clouds in the 20s. And tomorrow, cloudy. Then maybe some snow showers in the afternoon and in the upper 30s. It's 35 at 836. I don't know about you, but I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm dying to know who's going to have a heart attack first. And we'll find out. When we come back with more D-Snyder Radio, we got a little test. Doc B going to be on the line? Yeah. So we're going to need to get a, you know, he's always the voice of reason in these situations. Give a fair call. And it's me versus Darkside versus Nick. Sorry, Beth, you can't play. Okay. You women fall into a whole different category. Isn't so you nervous I'd kick your ass. Yeah, well, I don't. Guys, aren't guys more? No, I don't think that's that? actually true. I think women are just as likely to get heart disease as men. Mm. Okay, let's uh, throw your hat in the ring. Really? Well, let's ask Doc B if it's fair to throw your hat in the ring. All right, then we'll get somebody else in here to read the questions. Yeah, if he says, it's well, fair I can to be throw honest. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if it, yeah, you, yes, you can be honest. I trust you. Okay, so who's going to have a heart attack first? Gather your friends and the family and <laughs> dad and the grandpa. You know, play with the whole family. Sit down. Get ready to keep score. Find out, you know, which you guys in the office is going to drop dead. Well, not, you don't have to die just because you have a heart attack. But who's most susceptible to having a heart attack? It's coming up next on D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. passes to give away or something like that? Yeah, the for that movie. Give you those away. Right uh, yeah, we could do it right now. Great. Lock out the phones. Dark side, Dave. It's a new movie coming out called Saving Silverman. Stars Jason Biggs, you know, the kid from American Pie and that movie Loser, which did suck, by the way. Saw it. It was really crappy. Anyway, it's on February 5th. We're having a special Radio 104 screening at Showcase Cinemas in East Hartford. It's going to be at 7 p.m. If you'd like to go, and on February 5th, which has got to be, what is that, this coming Tuesday? Monday. Monday? And if you're going to be around, you can get here to East Hartford at 7 p.m. Don't take the passes from somebody if you can't use them, okay? Be caller number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. It's as simple as that. Um, also, tomorrow on D-Sider Radio, what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Weekend's coming. You're always looking for things to do. We're here to tell you. And I just want to get to a few emails before we get into this real quickly. And we also have traffic update as well. So I'll just email and then uh, we'll do some traffic and get into the game. Uh, hey, D. Checked out realduty.com last night and was a little disappointed that it wasn't flashier. After all, this is human feces you're selling, dude. You've had over 3,500 hits. We didn't fix that counter. 
We've got one of the the counter. We're over a hundred thousand hits, but when it turned over, we went back to zero. Sean said he was going to work on it. Yeah, work on that, Sean. We know we've got over a hundred thousand hits now. Anyways, has he got no takers yet? You've got to market to the proper niche. All you're doing is offering the product. No flash. No panache. No wonder you haven't sold crap. No, uh, and as any good salesperson will tell you, you need to create a desire in the consumer in the consumer for your product. At the very least, give it a little color, maybe an animated GIF file or two. Create a desire. No, 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 French, you got the wrong idea here. Okay, because then you're just snazzing it up. We want to see if you can sell anything. Human feces, no bells, no whistles, no fairy dust, straight at you. Crap. You're buying crap. You're not buying a show. I'm not hard selling you. If you buy duty from realduty.com, you got to want it. Blank message. Send me another one. And he said, by the way, he's emailed all his friends. He forwarded it, the web address to people, but didn't tell them what's up. That's the way to do it, Frenchie. Spread the word. We get any checks yet, Darkside? No, I've been checking every day. Nothing's coming yet. Okay, uh, and then on some couple people reacting, a lot of people, to the sumo pictures at Radio104.com. You get up there on the website. By the way, Dave from Portland won the passes to see the, uh, for the special screening of that new movie, uh, Saving Silverman. Okay, so you can stop calling now. Mark Thunder writes, Guys, just saw the pics of Nick and Sean in the Depends. I caramba. <laughs> it looks like gay horseplay in the office. Very disturbing. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Just disturbing. <laughs> um, then Dash Riprock writes in. Oh, that's a shame about that name, man. Okay, you should warn people a little more when you post new pictures online and prompt us to take a little look. Some of us are at work when we do this, and it takes a little explaining when your boss happens by while you're checking out Nick and Sean playing in diapers. <laughs> I've been getting the strangest looks all day from upper management after having to tell my boss I was just exploring online. What's even scarier is when one of my male managers starts winking at me when I pass by. Next time, give me a heads up. And on a totally separate subject, remember I said yesterday that uh, I was a purple man myself? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see. Who sent this in? JMR sent in purple profile. Okay? He says, you are a purple person if. Beth, tell me if I'm a purple person. Okay. Okay. It's an exclusive color, mystical in quality, blending the two extremes of the spectrum, red and blue. Traditionally, purple represents splendor, dignity, royalty, rank, and wealth. Purple is a unique color and it is truly unique individual who holds it dear. You are imaginative, sensitive, artistic, and sophisticated. You have noble ideals and a keen appreciation of the cultural. You are alert, demanding, foresighted, confident, resourceful, spontaneous, and highly independent. You take delight in the beautiful, the gracious, the sensitive, but maintain an attitude of critical appraisal. In love, you seek to attain a magical quality and refuse to settle for anything less. You refuse to be swept off your feet unless genuineness and integrity can be absolutely ascertained. You are active in the support of things you believe in and are concerned with the pursuit of truth and other human values. You take chances and believe that you must do so to make the most of what life has to offer. Yeah, I think you're very purple. I'm a purple person? Yes. I thought I was pretty purple. I thought so, too. Yeah, well, thank you, JMR. I mean, uh, I guess the color works for me. All right, let's get a traffic update because I really want to play 
Who's going to die for? I mean, who's going to have a heart attack first? You don't have to die if you have a heart attack. Go for it, Psycho Dan. All right, traveling on 84 eastbound. Just a little bit slow now, just before getting into the downtown tunnel. Then you're okay. 84 westbound. Things still heavy from exit 58 into the city. That is due to floating debris around the highway. 91 southbound is slow from exit 38 to 36. 91 northbound. Everything looks good there. And if you're traveling on Route 2, it's going to be slow approaching 5D. And again, from exit 4 to the flyover. At 851, I'm Psycho Dan with this modern record report on radio 104 all right well ladies and gentlemen first please welcome to our show doc b good morning Dick. good doctor how are you my friend very good i'm glad to offer up my dementia for this morning <laughs> yes <laughs> and for around uh, noontime today i believe oh yes there was a little extra hop in my stuff coming into work today <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like to have access to doc b's dementia um doc b <laughs> Let me, uh, I mean, as you've been getting a lot of mic time lately. Have you noticed that? Well, yeah. <laughs> as my the other has gone down. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> it. The other, you're the envy of all the other peeps. <laughs> Klepto took Kyle, going to kick your ass. Uh, anyways, okay, so the game, what we've got here is, again, from Men's Health Magazine, where we get these things, is a chart basically to figure out if you're, you know, if you're a good candidate for a heart attack. Uh, and in the past, have you found their you know the the qualifications that they list to be fairly accurate actually they're pretty good they're, they're from uh, some reasonable actual medical studies so i think they're pretty accurate mm -hmm. yeah they've been pretty consistent this that's what's fun doing the, this them. one's out of the mayo clinic so you, you can't go wrong with those guys no, no. no. all right let me give a question for you, though. Do you think, is it fair to let Beth play along with us? Is she on the, playing on the same, you know, field as us? Yeah, um, she, she has an advantage, but, uh, but I, I think it's fair. Nice. Okay. It, it's not hard to predict that she's going to win, win or lose, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. I don't it. know. Dee's in pretty good shape. I'm, I might uh, be nervous about him. Yeah, but I've got 16 years on you, girl. Yeah. So uh, that, that counts for something. All right. Well, uh, do we have any, we got any kind of music for this? Yeah. All right, Beth, well, let's go. <laughs> All right, first up is age. The longer you live, the more time plaque has to build up in your arteries, which is why they take this into account, they say. And here's what you do. If you are over 50, deduct a point. 30 to 50, you get zero. Or under zero. 30, add one point. Okay, so you and me are a zero, Beth, yep, correct? Yep, And Nick and Darkside would be a plus one. Yes, Okay. Weight. Excess fat can raise blood pressure and cholesterol. If you are overweight, deduct two. If you are at a healthy normal weight, add two. All right, Doc B, I'm going to ask you to be the uh, judge on these weights. <laughs> normal, overweight. Uh, I personally am trying to lose 10 pounds. I feel I'm 10 pounds overweight, but I don't know if clinically I would be considered that overweight. No. For my height and, and my build. Your weight, your weight's uh, normal for height. So, okay, so would you say I'm a plus two You're or plus, plus one? Plus two. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Beth? Is plus two. All right, what about dark side? Um, minus. <laughs> <laughs> no. But he's not obese. He's not obese. A minus two or a minus one? Um, no, he's a minus two. Yeah, because uh -huh. isn't the the weight around your stomach is what's really bad for the heart? Yeah, no, he uh, if you if you go by the the weight table, he's minus two. The uh, deuce, dark side. And now now yeah. Nick is very thin, but is he too thin? You think, or no, is he? I, actually, Nick's still 
still is in in the appropriate weight range. Oh, um, yeah. He's at the bottom of it, but he just barely <laughs> makes it. Okay. So uh, he gets a plus two? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Now, smoking. They say smoking constricts arteries and limits blood flow. If you smoke regularly, deduct two. If you smoke occasionally, deduct one. If you used to smoke but quit, add one. And if you've never smoked, add two. Okay, that's pretty simple. Nick is a minus two. Mm-hmm. Dark side's a plus one. And Beth and I are both plus twos. Right. Okay. Blood pressure. A high level stresses the heart. They say if you're high, which is above 130 over 85, deduct two. And if you're normal, which is 130 over 85 or below, add two. Well, Doc B's never done my blood pressure, but I happen to know um, I'm, no- I'm normal. Yeah, I'm normal. Or below. I'm actually below. I have low blood pressure, but not like low sickly, low mm-hmm. like healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what am I? A plus two? Yep. Okay, Beth, I assume. Yeah, I'm, I'm low or normal, yeah. You'll take a plus two on that? Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, now, Doc B, have you taken Nick's blood pressure? Yeah, actually, Nick's is normal. Nick was 118 over 70. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so he's a plus Slow two. Slow down, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, and now, Dark Side, uh, you ever had your blood pressure taken? Yeah, Doc B did it for me. Yeah, Dark Side was a, was a little bit on the, uh, it's actually borderline, but it was 132 over 72. So, on, on their scale, that's on the high side. Really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, what would he get? In that case, maybe minus one or something. Yeah, minus one. Or minus one. Okay, give him a minus one. Oh. And they say, Sean, you keep his score, right? Yeah, he's got it. They I say hope so. cholesterol, LDL cholesterol contributes to plaque formation. HDL cholesterol is positive. So they go on to say, a dangerous level would be LDL above 160, HDL below 35. Minus two for that. A safe level would be LDL 60 to 160. HDL 35 to 65, you add two. Two? Yeah. Do we have any of that information? I mean, I... I just had mine checked, and I'm, I'm, I'm really good, my doctor said. Uh, and my doctor last year, when I had my physical, said the same thing. I'm like fine or low. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm a plus two? Yeah. Yeah, I, got no, their, I have theirs. Um, Nick's actually, Nick's LDL was 110, which is great. And his yeah. HDL was 57, which is, which is actually on the, the high side for men. So that's good. Hmm. Um, dark so he's side. a plus two? Yeah. Um, okay. Dark side was, his LDL was 84, which is excellent. Um, his HDL, though, was, was 34, so it's a tiny bit low. 84? That's really low. What's it supposed to be? Um, um, the, the LDL, 84 is excellent. It, it, the lower, the better. Um, but your HDL was 34, so that's a little bit low, tiny bit low. So minus two or minus one? Um, what were the... It was if you have uh, the LDL above 160, HDL below 35, you minus two. He's definitely not minus two. No. Um, and what were the other ones? Uh, 60 to 160 and then 35 to 65. But what do you get the points? What's the point structure? Plus two for that. Okay. And so what is it, zero or... Uh He's probably what do you think? A, uh, I would give him a plus one because right. his LDL is real low, which is good. All right. Diet. Okay, is that, now, he eats a lot of... He's a meat eater. Are you surprised that he has uh, a low cholesterol? Um, or is that yes. just a genetic thing? <laughs> yes, it's probably genetic. <laughs> good genes. <laughs> That's right. It isn't from his diet. We <laughs> <laughs> go here. Speaking of diet, saturated fat causes weight gain and clogs arteries. Antioxidants reduce damage. 
They say if you eat mostly unhealthful, minus two, sometimes healthful, you get a zero, and always healthful, plus two. <sighs> I would like to say I think that for the most part, I'm a very healthy eater. And I like to say, I mean, I would say the same. Uh, you know, I mean, occasionally, you know, occasionally you have a meal or whatever that's not. But for the most part, I stay, stay away from mm -hmm. high fat things, fried foods, you know, uh, certain unhealthy dairy products, things like that. I, I guess I'd, I'd have to put myself on the healthy side for sure. Yeah, me too. Okay, Dean so I will I take plus, plus two. two, Sean. Dark side, Dave? I think I'll take a plus one because um, I do eat. What? Well, I eat good food. You're, you're I don't almost eat, like, allergic to vegetables. Yeah, but I don't eat like buckets of chicken and donuts or anything like that. How many know? times a week do you think you eat a fruit or a vegetable? Um, <laughs> like an actual serving? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's really, really indicative, isn't it, Doc B? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think I, I don't think I do. <laughs> I know you really ain't no plus bad. two. I know. He's like, I'll take the plus one. He tries to sneak it by. <laughs> what do you think, Doc? Uh, how about a zero, maybe? Because it's not totally unhealthful, but it's not very healthy. I think you should run with the zero. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think with the zero, but he has been trying. You know, he tr he does definitely try. I've noticed in the past year to be uh, be a little more careful. Hi, Nick. Hey. <laughs> I want to I talk eat. about this. You just want to take a minus two. <laughs> what are you talking about? I eat when I eat. I eat well. I mean, you, you know, eat whatever is available when you eat. <sighs> you don't have a weight problem. You go up to the cafeteria. Whatever the meal of the day is, whether it's fried, dripping in cheese, gravy. You don't finish much of it, but you still do it every time. Yeah, but I don't have like chips or fast food or anything like that. I haven't had fast food in months. So I would give myself, and I have vegetables at night, so I'd give myself a plus one. Oh, you are insane. If he has a plus one, I'm leaving the competition. <laughs> a zero at best. I've, come on, Beth, come on, you've watched him. I think he's me. a better eater than Dark Side. He does what? eat some fruits That's and some crap. vegetables. No, oh, so he eats vegetables and stuff. He also eats, like these said, the junk that they serve. You know, not saying they serve junk up there, but. <laughs> but it's not, it's not a health menu up right. there for the All most right, part. All right, give me a zero. All right. Dark, uh, Doc B, are you comfortable okay. with that? Fair enough. Exercise. Okay. Regular exercise keeps weight, blood pressure, and cholesterol down. For infrequent exercisers, deduct two. When there's time for it, add one. And if you exercise regularly, add two. I'll take it too. Give me the deuce, Sean. Oh, aren't you guys so good? So <laughs> it's the truth. Do we get any credit for what we do? <laughs> F you, loser. Give, you, give him his minus two and be glad to get it. Give him a minus three. Yeah. What about you, Dark Side? Are you secretly working out? <laughs> I walk. <laughs> he walks. Yeah, like to, to the bathroom. <laughs> he walks. Minus to the, two for to Dark the Side. machine around the corner. <laughs> I walk. I walk. From the production studio <laughs> The office. Uh, stress level. Hey, hey, it adds up. It adds up. I'm almost a mile a day. <laughs> Chronic stress raises blood pressure. If you never get a break from stress, minus two. If you're frequently stressed, minus one. And if you're rarely stressed, add two. I'll take a minus one. I'm frequently stressed, but I definitely feel I get breaks from it. I will hate to I hate to brag, but I 
I don't really ever feel like I'm very stressed <laughs> out. I really, oh, really don't. No. Other wow. than during the show, Shocking. she's perfect. Shocking. No, but do you find that I'm sort of a ball of stress? Never. I know. I really don't get very stressed. <laughs> but she did. Give her the plus two. Plus two for Beth. But what, Doc B? Beth did have to see uh, them in sumo. Out. I know. I'll uh, tell you what. My heart a had a problem that, that day. <laughs> <laughs> I've recovered, though, Doc B. <laughs> uh, dark Side Dave. You have We're, you have some anger issues. You think? You have a temper. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? You can get worked up into frenzy. I wouldn't say that he's stressful though. No, I mean if so? something you happens, I get all right. I, I do get a little pissy every once in a while, mm -hmm. but but he lets it out. Do you feel, are you holding stress other times during the day? Nah, I I can I can handle my stress. You know, once in a while it does get a little overwhelming, but I'd, I'd say negative one in that one. Yeah, you know, I, you're pretty calm. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Doc B? You've been around dark side. Yeah, that's, I think that's reasonable. Minus one. Nick. Minus two. <laughs> Yeah, you do get... I feel bad, but you do get stressed out. <sighs> and the last thing we have is family history. It says sharing genes with high-risk relatives increases your risk. If you have an immediate family member who has had a heart attack, minus two, some family history, minus one, or no family history, plus two. All right, I'm going to take the minus two, even though... I would, you know, I would like to debate it a little bit. <laughs> uh, my dad had a, a heart attack that they said, Doc B, they said that five years ago they wouldn't even have been able to detect it was so minor. You know, they would just would have thought he just, whatever, had an episode or something. And my, his father, who was a heavy smoker, lousy eater, way overweight, not of shape, had a, had a few heart attacks and died of heart attacks. So I guess I got to take the minus two on that. Yeah, how old, your how old was your father? 69 when he had it yeah um yeah that's sort of on the borderline but i would i would take it <laughs> I, i'll I take it take I, the, yeah i feel i'm not going to argue a point what about you beth as far as i know we don't have any hard stuff in my family we've got a lot of other stuff but well no i mean my well that's not true my aunt i have an aunt so maybe i guess i'll take a minus one doc b well get get doc b's reading on that yeah um and aunt really doesn't count. It's really more direct relative. Oh, okay, then I don't, no. Okay, give her a plus two for that. Uh, Dark Side Dave. Yeah, I'll take a minus two. Oh, really? Yeah, aunt, grandparents. Um, my dad's got some kind of issues going on, but he hasn't actually had a heart attack. Um, yeah, I'll take a minus two. I would do minus one. You think? Yeah, if he didn't, he didn't actually have a heart attack, I, I would do a minus one. Even though, like, you know, grandparents and stuff? Yeah. Okay, cool, I'll take a minus one. <laughs> And you, Nick? Um, I believe I have good genes. No heart attacks. I good. know that. How's how's a stroke differ from a heart attack? My grandfather had a stroke. Different different parts of the body. Oh, okay. Then uh, yeah, I'm clear on the heart attack front. <laughs> hey, next week it'll be strokes. who's gonna have a stroke first. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do that one. That's well, it. Uh, all right. Well, here let's uh, read them and weep, Sean. Give us the results, my friend. All right. As if we didn't know, but Dark Side, <laughs> that minus one didn't help you very much. You're first to go. You're going to have a heart attack with a minus four. <laughs> oh. Mm. After that, Nick will be shortly thereafter with a plus three. I'm in the plus column, though. D, you're going to live longer than all of us with plus <laughs> nine. 
besides Beth, who has a plus 16. <laughs> who is basically, if you go down the list, Beth is like perfect, 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 perfect. I am indestructible. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to be run over by a car. Stop it, don't say that. Don't jinx me, Snyder. Wait a minute. I got some issues here. I'm in the negatives and he's not. That's right. No, that's because you're fat. <laughs> the overweight now, thing did kill you. And you know what? We should have asked Doc B for his predictions beforehand. I mean, he's been around all of us. Is that pretty much how you would have predicted it to happen, Doc B? Um, I would have actually thought Nick probably. Yeah, what's with that? All <laughs> the know, drinking and smoking that he does? He's going to have cirrhosis issues before he has <laughs> heart issues. That's right. He's not going to live long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they didn't ask about alcohol. No, not a... Well, actually, that's protective. So, uh, awesome. so that, that's, that's actually in Nick's favor. <laughs> <laughs> pickled. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Doc B. I wish that you know you felt comfortable enough to come out of the closet with who you are, so people <laughs> you can get some financial benefits. But then again, maybe it's for the best that you don't. So, uh, but your help is always appreciated, sir. Have a great day, Doc B. I'll see you later. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll see Nick it. later on, uh, and we'll look forward to hearing the results of Nick's prostate exam. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we take a break here, so everybody can sort of lick their wounds. And dark side. Look at dark side. He's shell shocked. I'm pissed, man. Who was going to die first? Uh, you remember? I think that yeah. was Nick. Yeah, it was, I think it was Nick. Yeah. Hmm. Nick and dark side. Look at that. <laughs> How many years I got on you guys? Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> I'll bring flowers, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of magazines do you like when I come visit you in the hospital, Dark Side? High Times. High Times? <laughs> With a little something between the pages? I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. We, sh we should ask the doc how extensive use of Viagra plays into that whole thing. All right. Take a break. We're coming back. What's going on, Nick? How do you want to play this? Because I know we've got Anthony Anderson and Jared Mixon calling in from me, myself, and Irene. The video and a DVD uh, have just been released, and they're doing some interviews. I want to talk to them. Those are the guys, two of the guys who played the three sons of Jim Carrey in that movie. They were very funny. So they're calling at, what, 920? Yeah, so uh, we'll take a break and come back, and uh, those guys should be on time. And if they're not, I'm sure I've got a couple of things I could share with the peeps. All right, stick around for more D-Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Your recommendation would be D-Snyder Radio. Regular or king size. What? WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Practice makes perfect. Highest quality. Radio 104. For the love of God and all humanity. We got a problem here. D-Snyder Radio. I have to control it or it will control me. Crazy now back to D. Snyder Radio. I thought D. Snyder died. On Radio 104. We're waiting for a call from Anthony Anderson and Jared Mixon from me, myself, and Irene. That's two of the three huge black guys <laughs> who play Jim Carrey's kids. They were really funny. I'd like to just rent the clips of those guys. Promoting, huh. yeah, well, you know what? They're promoting the release of the new video and DVD. And the special edition DVD is filled with hilarious extras, including 10 deleted scenes, six production vignettes, a featurette, Foo Fighters music video, and more. Uh, maybe there's more on them in there because I would love to see more of them. Got uh, Bill from Waterbury on the phone. Hey, Bill, it's D. How are you, man? Hey, D. Hey, uh, yeah, just calling to say, um, you know, I love the show. I, I love everything about the. Um, 
But, uh, gosh, you know, uh, can you guys shut up a little bit? No. <laughs> you love everything except when we talk. I'm paid six <laughs> figures to talk. That's why I'm here. The minute I shut up is the day they let go of me. Sorry, Bill. Go find another program. <laughs> I think it's called Ross and Brittany. Okay. Uh, Dick. You're banned. <laughs> he loves everything except when we talk. Yeah, can you shut up a little bit? Dickhead. <laughs> He's a big fan of the show. <laughs> So you want us to play more of the music that we've been generating for the last year? Yeah, sure, okay. One song per day, that's our <laughs> One <match>. song. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it was waiting for the call from those guys. Uh, Temptation Island. Mm. All right, a lot of people are watching the show. I have I'm, a news story. I didn't watch it, but I guess they finally kicked off that couple with the kid last night. Is that what happened, you guys? Yeah. What I don't understand is I heard about them kicking this couple off weeks ago. Yeah, the story leaked out. I mean, someone leaked the story and it hit the papers and uh, everybody knew who was going to be booted off the island before it happened. Um, however, they were given the option actually to stay on the island. But they, so you they got to sent see them to another resort is what they did. They're not part of yeah. the game anymore. Right, right exactly. Right. So you watched for three weeks knowing that this couple was going to be kicked off waiting to see how it happened. Yeah, but that's yeah. not the end, right? There's still more t stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just brought out that they, you know, it was brought out to the producers on the show through uh, someone who was actually on the show that um, it was revealed that they had had a child. Well, she told the guy that she was on a date with yeah. that she had a kid. Oh, that's nice. And um, the producers heard about it and, you know, basically took him off the show. Well, did they reveal that they actually weren't an existing couple, that they were formally engaged, had a child, and got back together, both being an, being an actor and an actress, to get some exposure for their careers? Did they reveal that yet? No. Mm -mm. That was revealed on uh, one of the entertainment shows yesterday. They weren't even a couple. What kind of screening are they doing? This, these things are such crap. They know, you know, they don't know that this guy you know, is a criminal record. They don't know that that one has a kid. Come on. How hard are they looking into their pasts? They're just taking the word for it, I guess, of the contestants. I, no, I think that they know exactly what's going on. And while they're scripting this thing out, and I mean, I'm not saying it's completely scripted, but they are figuring out how it's going to play. They already know that there's some fatal flaws in these couples here. They got to know. They got to know. But enough of this yakking. Anthony Anderson and Jared Mixon from Me, Myself, and Irene are on the phone. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, how you We're doing? We're not gonna take it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna take it. I just had to do that for you, D. I was just gonna say. I'm a fan, dog. Look, I was gonna say, how did Twisted Sister affect your life? And you just told me. I, I'm gonna tell you this, dog. I grew up in Compton, man. I'm a young black man from Compton, but I was a fan of Twisted Sister, dog. <laughs> you know what? It, it, we really crossed lines wearing that makeup. You didn't know if we were what what race we were. We were just weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, weirdos with some good hits, man, some great hits. That's all I'm going to say. I'm done stroking you. Let's talk about me now. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to stroke you now. Well, you got Beth, uh, Beth, Beth Lockwood is here with me. Hey, you guys. Uh, guys, you were the best thing in the movie. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Thank, Thank you. you. And you I were mean... the best thing in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, dog. 
Um, no, I mean, I enjoyed the film, and I love Jim Carrey's work, but I couldn't wait until you guys came back on the screen and started mother-effing your brains out again. <laughs> I haven't heard that much mother-effing since one of my concerts and the last Richard Pryor movie. Hey, you know, that was all Bobby and Peter for you right there. That was all Bobby and Peter. <laughs> well, how did, now, were you guys actors, or how did you get this gig? Well, I slept with Bobby and Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how, Aunt, uh, you know. You know, they, uh, <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't do a thorough background check on me, man. I heard what you were talking about earlier, man, and I just slipped through the cracks. <laughs> <laughs> so you admit you do have a child out of wedlock. and uh, <laughs> uh, I do have a child out of wedlock, and I'm a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be banned from the sequel. Uh <laughs> No, no, honestly, are you guys aspi are you aspiring actors? Did yes. You, oh, and obviously, you, were, you obviously you haven't looked through my dossier on your you know, desk he, right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, you know, flip the page, baby. Come on, page. man. I've got one page. I've I got one page. All it says is about the movie, about the special DVD, and that you guys are doing interviews. The they yeah. all about me, myself, and Irene, you the know. new DVD that's released to the public that they can get for $26.98 yes. with 10 new, uh, 10 deleted scenes and commentary by Bobby Peter and Peter. Bobby, the video by uh, Breakout by Foo Fighters. We're not here to talk about that and DVD take... that's for $26.99. <laughs> We're here to talk about us. Well, where can we see you guys again? When can we, when can we see your oh new work? Oh, my God. Have you seen? Oh, okay. I'm going to give you a brief history on myself, D. Go. Uh, the movie Life. Big Mama's House, Liberty Heights, Romeo Must Die, Me, Myself, and Irene, Coming Soon to a Theater Near You, Exit Wounds with Steven Seagal, DMX, and myself. Oh, that was uh, for this, in the Super Bowl they showed a yes, preview for that. That's my movie. All That's right. my movie. Okay. Steven, I feel much shame right now. I'm very I embarrassed. You, you uh, need but, to know about me. And this is Anthony Anderson talking to you, the small town boy from Compton who was rocking to Twisted Sister. <laughs> Loving oh, that. Boy, and and me like I was crazy. Jared, uh, and, and where can we see you or have we seen you other than this film? Uh, I did How to Be a Player, Bullworth, Moesha, Malcolm and Eddie, Good News, Hold on, Jeroid, Jeroid, Jeroid. Tell them um, what movie you just finished right now and who's in it with you. Let them know. Well, I just did this movie with Columbia Pictures. It's called The New Guy. Um, well, who's in it? Well... Well, Vanilla Ice is in it. Uh, Jermaine Dupree, Kumo D, Tommy Lee, uh, Loud Lovitz. They Lyle have cameos, Lovett though. and Vanilla Ice and Kumo D. They just wow. had cameos, though. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not in the whole joint, but hey, it's a funny movie, though. It's going to be number one. Well, we're, look, we're looking forward to seeing that. So, Come now, on, mate. Did you, how, how great is it to just get on the screen and start mother-effing your brains out like that? I mean, Boy. <laughs> if you don't have to worry about any censorship, anything like that. Oh, did well, they it was all good. Well, it was all good for me because, you know, I can't say that in my mama's house. So, you know, I get on screen and say what I want to say. But was it all scripted or did he, was it all scripted or did they tell you just add them in whenever you feel like it? Oh, Bobby and Peter, you know, Bobby and like, Peter add about 30 got a, more. got a little upset when you didn't hit all the all MFs on the page. Um, <laughs> But, but, it, but, it was, but it was liberating, D. You know how it is being free on stage just to do and say what you want, man. What you want. It was liberating. <laughs> and then I get on the radio and I have to say mother effer. I can't even say it on the radio anymore. No. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. Now you got to change it to monkey fetus. Or mud donkey. Mother funkin'. You know, you can say yeah, mother funkin', can't you? Yes, I can say mother funkin'. You have to be very careful. I can say Fokker, too. <laughs> 
Hey, I, I, we were just asking before you came on, I was saying I was hoping that there was some more of you guys in some of these deleted scenes. Is there? Oh, yeah. We there. We yeah, are. Yeah, you, you, you can, you can find more of us scenes. in the deleted scenes. What's commentary Gary from, from Bobby Peter and, and Bobby Peter, Outtakes. Yo. How much are they paying you Foo to do Fighter this? Video. It's a video on there from the <laughs> Foo Fighters. How much, how much are they paying us to do what? This interview with you? Yeah, what are these interviews? They get throwing your bone here or what? You get a piece oh, of the yeah, action? Yeah. a couple of bagels and some cream cheese. And some <laughs> you know what, man? We got a little quiche out front, but you know what? I'm only doing the interview because I'm talking to D. Snyder, dog, from Twitter Sisters. <laughs> oh, you get out of here, yo, <laughs> Anthony. Yeah, I'm not doing cut no that more out. interviews after this today. This is my last one. Wait, leave. You're done. Right here. <laughs> I'm breaking the mic and smashing the headphones in true rock and roll fashion, and I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, and, you know honestly, like I said, I really enjoyed the film. We were just everybody loved your performance. Is there any chance they're going to do a sequel on this film? Any possibility? You know, they they were originally uh, talking about that, uh, especially with the response that they got from the audience yeah. who watched. I think the they wrote it as a matter of fact. Yeah, they were they were working yeah. on the piece and they sort of put it on hold, hold right now. Yeah, but uh, that's but, but do, on you know, the DVD that you can get for twenty six dollars and ninety eight cents. Uh, you know what do we have? We have uh, uh, some footage between Jim and Renee doing the hippity dippity. Uh, doing the hippity dippity, and there's a crowning of a head, and we're not talking about in childbirth. Yeah, and, uh, we, <laughs> and we show the whole thing. We don't block it. Yeah, there don't there the no blockouts. It's from all angles yeah. and from the front. Yes. Yeah, they show the never regions. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. And you know, I want to. I got two more questions for you. One is, well, first of all, not a question. They should just make a sequel, Beth, with these three guys. I know it. Yeah. So yeah. They just just get rid of Jim Carrey. He was just dead weight, man. He was dragging you down. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have the three of you guys just mother effing for like the whole the whole movie. <laughs> and last question: Does any one of you have a fourteen thirty SAT score by any chance? <laughs> Well, uh, I, have no. a, a six, I have a 1600, I'm, actually. Honestly, well, I had an 1170. All right. right. Me 11, too. I graduated with a 3.8 grade average, though. Look, look at you. Food. That was in food. If anybody hey. watches the movie, you know the boy eat a lot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Anderson, Jared Mixon. Guys, thanks a lot for calling. I really appreciate it. Love to talk to you oh, again yeah. when you do the, the next films come out anytime. You guys are great. Hey, man, rock out. I plan to with my cock out, <laughs> rooster of course. I know what I All right, that, but I didn't know if I can say that over the air. Now, so I didn't know. Rock and roll forever, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it easy, guys. Look at they're smashing the stuff. And Dark Star. All right, all right, all right. You know, Dark Star really sounds like the porno starring Dark Star. Indeed, we'll, hot chocolate. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right. Good All talking right. to you, man. <sighs> that was good. All right. We'll be back with more D. Snyder Radio. Stick around. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. The morning show has slightly different rules. You say that, D. There are a lot of wrongs there. Get used to it. On Radio 104. For your jewelry, for your place, we're at your service. Service merchandise. Surprise her this Valentine's Day with something sparkling. All diamonds are up to 50% off at Service Merchandise. Save 50% on a one-carat total-weight diamond baguette bracelet. Now just $199.90. Or save $140 on a quarter-carat total-weight diamond heart. Now just $59.90. Our best Valentine's value ever. 
Celebrate love this Valentine's Day with a gift she'll adore. At Service Merchandise, you'll find the largest diamond selection to choose from, all at prices you'll love. So put the sparkle back this Valentine's Day. Shop our stores, visit servicemerchandise.com, or call 1-800-JEWELRY. At America's leading jeweler, you'll find more choices, better prices, guaranteed. And all diamonds are now up to 50% off. At your service, service merchandise. Sale ends February 25th. Scientists can measure how fast your car goes from 0 to 60. 6.2 seconds. Hmm. Your car's gas mileage can be computed to the nearest tenth of a gallon. 25.6. But when it comes to measuring the quality of your auto insurance... I'm not sure. It's quite puzzling. You know, there's an easy way to learn the quality of an insurance company. Just ask the policyholders. In the J.D. Power & Associates 2000 National Automotive Insurance Satisfaction Study, Amica Insurance ranked highest in customer satisfaction. Oh, very interesting. For nearly a century, Amica Insurance has made customer satisfaction our number one priority. You might even say we've got it down to a science. Of course. For auto, home, and life. And to learn more about the J.D. Power & Associates Award, call 1-800-24-AMICA. That's A-M-I-C-A. Amica Insurance. The people you want around, just in case. They say size doesn't matter. But tonight on NBC, we say... It matters, baby, because Must See TV Thursday has all new, extra-long, super-sized episodes of Friends all month long. With super-sized guest stars Jason Alexander, Susan Sarandon, and more. Followed by a special all-new Saturday Night Live SNL on Thursday. Plus, Will and Grace, just shoot me at ER after super-sized Friends at SNL. NBC Tonight. It's Must See TV, tonight on NBC 30. Then at 11. We're not rich people. So why take advantage of the poor? I'm Grant Stinchfield. Tonight, 30 investigates. Are insurance companies using high-pressure tactics that could cost you thousands? Find out so you don't end up settling for less. NBC 30 Connecticut News at 11. Connecticut's number one choice for live, local, late-breaking news. Plus, Point 30's exclusive first winner, including the weekend ski report. Tonight, after ER. The sound is unmistakable. The power is unstoppable. February 10th and 11th, you will live it. The Hartford Toyota Dealer Group presents the RentHead.com Monster Jam. Monster Truck Racing arrives! Featuring U.S. Hot Rod Superstars, Bulldozer, Black Stallion, and 2000 World Champion Goldberg, and more. Plus, high-flying, insane, trick-pulling, freestyle motocross. And kids' seats are still just $5. That's right. Kids' seats are still just $5. Excludes extreme seats. So what are you waiting for? Get tickets now at Ticketmaster, the Hartford Civic Center box office, who charge you 860-525-4500 or online at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets subject to convenience and handling charges. Adult seats, $2 more, day of show. Redhead.com Monster Chair. Three huge shows. February 10th. And 11th, and only at Hartford Civic Center. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. Oh, it's going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. talking about Temptation Island. I just, Beth, I was looking at some uh, research statistics. 
They said like 85% of the viewers are male. Wow. Or 70, I think it was 75%. 75%. 25% were female. I think Bunch females of are into guys it. watching it. No, I think females are into that show. Why, does your girlfriend like it? People like it. Girls like it, yeah. yeah I've talked to a lot of border, girls. She's though. I've talked Dominant to female. She's got a lot of masculine qualities. It I've, seems. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of girls who like that show. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that a lot of girls do. But just, that's what they said on the entertainment thing, that the majority of viewers were males. In the twenty, it was in the uh, twenty-four to thirty-four um, age range, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, but you guys, I mean, I just I've, I've only seen clips of it, and I've just been trying to get the appeal of the show. I mean, okay, good-looking girls and good-looking guys coming on to each other, trying to lure the other ones out of their, you know, their loyalty to their partner. Dark side, you said you were actually yelling at the television last night. Yeah, I was getting pissed. It's really, it's Why? a cool show. Well, it's all about like, you know, the pain and heartache and everything like that. And you got to follow me on this one. Last week, one of the couples, the chick, you know, they get a chance to, to view each other's dates. You know, video the guys tape. can view, view uh, on video what the girls did and vice versa. So right. last week, they showed the guy a video of his girlfriend making out with this other, you know, with one of the single guys on her side of the island, and she was licking, like, uh, strawberries and stuff like that off his nipples and stuff like that, and he got all pissed about it. So, you know, and when they played his date to her, he wasn't doing anything, you know? So she was basically, like, doing all this stuff with one of the single guys. So he went for revenge, and he started doing, on this week's episode, he was doing, like, a strip tease for these chicks and stuff like that, and they showed her the video, and she got bent all bent out of shape. She was pissed. And I'm screaming at the TV like, you slut, what are you getting so pissed about? Look what you were doing. What he was doing was totally mild. And she How starts to be a crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I was getting pissed. She was being so irrational about she it. She started it. Yeah, she started it. And she's like, oh, I can't believe he's doing this to me, blah, blah, blah. Yet she was the one like making out with this other dude. And I got uh, I got news for you. I mean, because they're, they're spoiling all over the place. Do you watch any of the entertainment news and pick up any of like the advanced information, or do you try to avoid that? Yeah, I try to avoid it. Okay, so you don't want me to ruin anything for you? <sighs> because it seems like a lot of these couples are full of crap. They're it not seems really like couples. It, yeah, it seems like it's kind of scripted. That the, the girl with the long red hair who has her in the braids? That's yeah, the one I'm talking about, girl. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she wants to be a, a singer. She's a singer in a rock band. And her boyfriend's an actor. And... They're already, they're not together. I don't know if that's as a result of the show, if they were together before, but he's li- he's moving and she's living someplace else. And, you know, I don't, but maybe the show caused that. It just seems that these people weren't completely honest. You didn't really get genuine couples in there. They got people who were just playing a game. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, how many genuine couples are you going to get to agree to be on... Or in that situation That's on true, Temptation yeah, Island. If they were going to go to Temptation Island, there's got to be some issues there that already start off with. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Don yeah. from Newington. You agree with Darkside? Oh, yeah, all the way. I'm, I've, I've been watching the show. I said I wasn't going to watch the, sto- the show from the start because I didn't want to get sucked into it. And you did. And it happened. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I you got- get pissed, dude? Oh, I was ripping. I was about to throw the TV right out. I was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, she was all over this guy, all over him. 
And oh, I totally picked up she was hoeing it up. Just from the little bits I saw on, the, on Entertainment Tonight, that they said, this girl's kind of slutty. Yeah, I, and at first you thought she was just going to play and was going to be kind of innocent, but, I mean, she started sticking her tongue so far down this guy's throat mm -hmm. that it was unreal. And then the other guy did nothing. He was acting, to me, he, he, he was looking like a little kid. He was doing, like, childish stuff, showing off his body and stuff like that. Nothing um, as nothing dramatic bad. as he was. Nothing incriminating. Right, at, at all. I mean, and then she was going off at the end of the show. It's, it just goes to show that everyone thinks the guys have the, these double standards when, I mean, girls have them just as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, at least the girls on that show, right? Thanks, Don. Uh, yeah, thank you, D, for saying that. I would say, don't, please don't judge us by the chicks on Temptation Island, and we won't judge you by the guys there. How's that? Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, it's, it's, it's a statistic. That women are not are less likely to wander than men. Yeah, that's true. But that would make for a good Temptation Island. They want men and women mm -hmm. who both have those tendencies. Uh, hey, you want me to read a couple of letters here? Sure. Uh, got some people reacting to some stuff. Um, I don't know if we need music for this or not, but might as well if you got some dark side. Uh, some thank yous quickly. Some big fans. People wrote in just to say how much they love the show. People like Belinda and uh, Dina and Steve, who just moved from here from Detroit. They said, our show is better than anything in the Midwest. We're going to the coast, Lockwood. Uh, Matt, thank you. His friends call him Stump. I'll call you Stump, dude. And uh, Dana Cantiello. Yeah, we are going to get some Euro stickers that are like those window Klingon things. Okay, we're getting those. They're coming. Because some people are a little uptight about putting a sticker on their car. And thank you to Inspector 12. They all wrote to Captain Howdy at Radio104.com. And just to say some nice things about the show. Now, uh, some reactions to some of the things we talked about yesterday. Mad Kid uh, wrote in and says, uh, regarding the Ask D about the girl's 50-something-year-old mother that tripped and fell on the stairs of the library, how could those two kids be so inconsiderate and uncaring to simply walk past her as she lie there bleeding and hurt? I feel it's a prime example of what gives most kids a bad image in the eyes of adults today. Most teenagers, teenagers complain that they don't get any respect from their elders and wonder why. This, my friends, is why. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I acted responsibly, helped people whenever I could, and showed respect if I had wished for any in return. These kids that just walk past should be pulled behind the library and have the living excrement beaten out of them. <laughs> of course, their moms and dads would be the first to say, they must have been so focused on getting into the library to study. They didn't notice the woman lying there. It's not their fault. Yep, chalk another one up for child-rearing skills. And he says, I gotta say, I loved Zagan Zivas. I really loved the Blitzkrieg round. Keep up the good work. Uh, let's see right here. Another reaction from Dawn from Milford, a.k.a. Disco Lemonade, regarding why people don't stop to help. She says, uh, in college, I remember reading about psychology experiments, which indicated that people almost never help a person in need if there are several other people around. I'm sure we've all at one time or another driven by a, disbanded, uh, a disabled vehicle on a busy highway, telling ourselves that something else, someone else would call the police. We may have passed a homeless person without dropping change or offering food, thinking that the next person would. The most disturbing representation of this phenomenon can be seen in the movie The Accused, where several people turned a blind eye to gang rape. I'm not trying to excuse the two teens, but merely trying to offer a logical, if unsettling, solution. That their unfortunate human failings may have caused them to ignore the woman, not simply their age. Um, you know, but I, what I said yesterday, Beth, was that, you know, in some of these situations, you know, like a, dis a disabled car, you're concerned, you know, is there people faking it? 
I mean, yeah. As much old, as I'd like to stop, I am not going to stop my car to help an abandoned car. On that's the something different yeah. playing in there. A violent crime being committed. People of fear for violence upon their own person. A fifty-something woman lying, five foot three, ninety pounds, bleeding on the sidewalk. There are no explanations or excuses for that, except I don't know what. Um, Genghis John agrees with me about that Willy Wonka thing I said. Mm -hmm. He said, Willy Wonka's movie has its dark parts, and Wonka himself was heartless at times. He says that the book was darker than the movie, and that they lightened it up to make it less disturbing. I heard that as well. That Willy Wonka original, was the book was very uh, very dark. Well, let's see. Oh, uh, D. Listening to the response of the fans in the Cousins Super Bowl segment on Wednesday, I realized what you need to uh, in order to reach those who are not only uninformed but also misinformed as to your status, you need a slogan. Something to be ablazed across shirts, bumper stickers, and billboards. Something like, D. Snyder, still alive and still kicking ass. <laughs> or maybe just something with your picture that reads, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> or like, Lumpy from New, New Fairfield. D. Snyder, 1955 to blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is P.S. With an air sickness bag close by, I clicked on Nick and Sean's sumo pictures and then quickly hit the back button. <laughs> D, as much as we all love you and the show, if you ever even remotely support anything where either of those two are in anything less than shorts, and I'm sure I speak for a good majority of the listeners, we may have to run you out of the state with torches and pitchforks. <laughs> oh, uh, Howie, uh, well, I'll see, I'll read this here first. Lisa from Enfield. Well, Howie, I'm going to read his thing in a second. Uh, it says, D, this is the girl who sent, who wrote in and said that she would come down with a thong and a bra if she could go out with Nick. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I want to tell you that I've been a fan. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to go into the fan stuff. Uh, the other day when I called, I was so busy trying to get a date with Nick, I wasn't able to tell you how much I love the show and I've been a fan of yours. What's up with Nick anyway? Is he just shy, stuck up, or is he gay? I sent him pictures, and believe me, I know I'm not Miss America, but I don't think I'm half bad either. I saw the pictures. You're right, Lisa. You're not half bad. <laughs> yeah, she sent me some, too. I thought she looked yeah, good. I saw him, dude. She's a hottie. Mm -hmm. uh, so she continues. Well, uh, the, well, that's all right. Can't blame a woman for trying because Nick didn't respond. I think that I'd be too much for Nick to handle anyway. And in regards to his Lutters, survey on Lutters, lesbianism... Lutters. I've had a lesbian experience. That might just be a little too much for old Nicky to digest. Lisa from Enfield, Nick's favorite place. Well, he went out with a lesbian, so I don't think that bothers him. <laughs> Nick, you uh, saw the pictures, and you had a positive reaction to them. Yeah, she has a good body. I don't. Nice beaver. I'm not sure about her face. You know. But you Look, have I'm a gay. girlfriend. Very, that's, very gay. That's the issue, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, involved in personal stuff. Um, so, bitch. <laughs> no, I, and I don't like, I mean, I get emails from plenty of women, <laughs> believe it or not, who want to go out with me, and I never respond to them. Sometimes I'll say, you know, thank you, but, um, I'm somebody's bitch. I don't know. So basically, I you like I've to never... say, thank you for the offer, yeah. but I'm, I'm currently in a relationship, and it wouldn't be right for me to go with somebody else, and you were very attractive. Yeah, she's uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, um and yeah, and I don't I don't um date anyone who 
emails me or calls into the show. I mean, I just don't do that. No only matter. Dark Side does that. Only <laughs> yeah. he has children with them. Yeah. No matter how good looking they might be in their pictures. <laughs> okay. Uh, and a couple more letters here. Uh, D, it's me again. I went to Am I Hot or Not? com to see Nick's picture. I couldn't stop laughing for half an hour. I always wanted to see a nice clear picture of Nick because the one you have at your website is too small. You're not kidding when you say he has no upper lip. How could they say? I wonder how the person could tell it's you. Your name's not on there. I guess maybe knows what you look like. Yeah, they just know. They could. Hmm. I mean, there are pictures of me on our website. Hello. She says she thinks I'm Mr. Red. She uh, thinks that funny. name fits him perfectly. That's from Veruca. Jen from Stores writes. She says I always forget to say this. I think Dark Side is great. I love to listen to him on Saturday mornings. When you and Beth are out, he does an awesome job. He's got a great voice and is talented. <laughs> thank you. What are you laughing about? She said something nice about you. Oh, I know. Thank you. And the last letter for the day, and we've got to take a break here, is um, from Howie the Man. And uh, he says, hi, gang. Here's the top ten reasons why no one remembers D. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. D reminds people of someone they wish to forget. <laughs> Number nine, Twisted was not around half as long as the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Number eight, Reagan was president then, and everybody forgets those years. Number seven, for God's sake, you were in a Pee Wee Herman movie. Number six, metal was not cool in the 80s. That's not true. Number five, too many guys named Snyder. <laughs> Number four, I'm enjoying this more than anybody else. Number four, everybody thinks you should have died of an OD back in the 80s like all the rest of your peers. Number three, the mullet throws everyone off. That's true. Number two, it was all the makeup and spandex. And number one reason no one remembers D is because D, you should have been a pretty boy. Oh, <laughs> Howie. If he would have, he could have. He says, I know the truth hurts, Howie, the soon-to-be dead man. Uh... You know that, Howie? No, I'm not kidding, man. Uh, anyways, we'll take a break. We'll come back. So you're saying if I was like, look like Bon Jovi, they'd still remember me? I'm crushed. I'm not necessarily. Not necessarily. They may still I don't think, think if you're I dead. Can go on. They may still think you're dead. I don't think I can go on, Beth. That's it. It's over. Uh, all right. Taking a break. Coming back. What do we learn today is next. 860-666-4444. Call us. Tell us what you learned today. Win a pair of tickets to any of the many showcase cinemas around this fine state. Um, it's actually National Amusement Movie Passes. So actually, theoretically, as long as they're National Amusement Theater, like they have on Long Island, you could call in. All right. 860-666-4444. What have we learned today? It's next on D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Listen up. Ladies and gentlemen. This is my favorite part. I'm Miss Call D now. 666-4444. Talk to me. Radio 104. Got the message? Now back to D Snyder Radio. Now you know the truth. D Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Okay. So that's what I'm going to be, Beth. What? I'm going to be one of those people that, uh, you know, towards the other, the end of their lives or the second half of their lives or whatever is 
remembered for being something very different than he was in the first half. Mm-hmm. And they'll, you know, people will look back and say, I can't believe that's the same guy. I can't believe that's the same guy. Believe it, folks. If it wasn't for my days jumping around in pantyhose, cursing my brains out, diving into the crowd, getting into a fight every night, I wouldn't be the together, fairly logical and reasonable, calm person I am today. <laughs> it really it was cathartic. I'm sure it was. It looked cathartic. I have some issues. I had some issues. I still have some issues. I'm seeing a shrink, but I'll, I don't want to get into that right now. But I still, but I'm getting over it, and I feel much better than I felt in the '80s and '70s. And uh, I'm happy guy. Speaking of being happy, let's do a little singing. A little happy singing. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Mike from Berlin, good morning. Good morning, Dee. How are you? Good, man. So talk to me. What did you learn today? I learned that uh, not only is Beth a uh, rose among thorns, no offense, Dee, uh, but she's also going to outlive every one of you guys. <laughs> None taken. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Beth's going to outlive all of us. It was no surprise. I'll be so sad, though, for me to see each one of you leave. Yeah, well, you know the way these things work out, the dark side. Mm. You know, you'll probably be around with your bad ticker and, you know, a little <laughs> bypass. <and laughs> Beth will have, like, a, you know, a building fall on her or something. Hey, that's twice today film. you've jinxed me. You are an organ donor, aren't you? Just yes. in case in the event something happens, good. Because you have all those pristine organs within your body. It'd be nice for you. Just if something did happen, then you give them away. Because you're a thoughtful person. You will feel so terrible if a building falls on me. I feel, I, well, I felt bad because I felt I killed my grandfather for a long time. No. Because I, I joke when they, uh, when they, they uh, when we were in class, I was in sixth grade, and the teacher said, uh, who has both of the, all of their grandparents alive? And I, I like started raising my hand. Well, I do, and I was like laughing because it was like hardly anybody else had their hand up. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you're lucky. As you can see, most people aren't that lucky. And he said to me, like, really serious? And my grandfather... My father's father died like two months later. I felt such guilt. If a building or a car hits Beth, I'll feel so horrible. You should. I can take it back. Thank you. Okay, what did you learn today? I learned that I can't ever look at Paul McCartney the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> For those who missed it, Dee told a story at the beginning of the show about how one time years ago when Paul was still smoking the reefer, he... Uh, <laughs> Dropped his pants and did his business uh, right outside on somebody's lawn in front of a recording studio. Well, he was trying to teach his uh, two-year-old son a lesson. By example. I'm not sure exactly how he thought that would work, <laughs> but hey, he wrote some good tunes. He did. They were very catchy. Okay. Can't be, you know, can't be perfect. Hey, we got a guy from Long Island. Strong Island, Sean. What's going on? Morning, D. Um, actually, I, I pretty much learned something on the opposite end of, of what Mike there learned, and that was really no need for Darkside to fill out that organ donor card. <laughs> <laughs> Reject. <laughs> hey, which part of Long Island are you from, Sean? Um, I'm in West Hampton right now. we got to get a location out there for the Euro stickers, dude. Hold on. All right, out in the Hamptons. Um, hey, Beth. Yeah. Do they have tooth donors? Uh, I don't know. Because you could, you could donate them, Chompers. I probably could. Yeah. Nick, too. They'd have to polish his up a little bit, but, <laughs> but they're nice ones. 
Nice. Uh, so, Darkside, speaking of, of non-donors, what did you learn today, Darkside? Well, I learned that um, in the... <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cookie Monster, it's Grover who makes that noise, right? That's what you sound like. Uh, I learned in the case that Nick gets pulled over, that stack of child porn in his, in his <laughs> trunk may actually come in handy. Talk his way out of a ticket. <laughs> Oh, oh and so the reason he has no see it wasn't wasn't he trying to talk himself out the reason he had the child porn? Yeah, by saying he used it to keep himself awake at or, the yeah, wheel. Keep himself awake, yeah. yeah. Talk him out of right. talk himself out of a ticket. Purely yeah. for medicinal purposes, yeah. that's what she's saying. Yeah. Let's talk to Sam from Hartford. Sam, it's D, good morning. Hey, good morning, how are you doing? I'm good, so what'd you learn today, Sam? Uh that the bottle incident was really Nick warming up for rugby season. Oh, Oh, my God. Hold on, Sam. That's got to hurt. Funny, Sam. Did you ever play rugby, Nick? No, I never played rugby, D. I played American football. Old school. Did you know what you were missing out on? (laughs) (laughs) The hijinks. Rugby hijinks. That's right. Yeah. No, I've got hazed plenty of times in my life, so. Oh. uh, Yeah. (laughs) You were dominated? Are you saying you were dominated? No, but I mean, I had hazing in football and stuff like that. And then when I went to college, my quote-unquote friends hazed me as well. So. But you don't even yes. have fraternities at Providence. No, you but all friends my, haze each other? No, all my friends were like um, juniors and seniors when I was a freshman. So uh, I was hazed. Hola, Sheepa. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we know, we know. Mm. They were mean to you, Nick. They were mean. They're not your friends. They're scumbags. <laughs> we never haze you. No one here has ever held you down against your will. Matter of fact, we've often encouraged you to get up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick. I'm a nice man. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Yeah, I'm a nice man. Jump. D, today I learned that... Um, I knew Twisted Sister was huge all over the world. However, I did not know how big you were in Compton. Straight um, out of Compton. That's right. Bad mother effer name. Yeah. T.S. name stretches everywhere, even into Compton. I'm impressed. The brothers like you, you know? We're international, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, our music was far-reaching. Yeah. Boy. And I hope that someone yeah. in the rap community recognizes this and would consider doing a rap version of I Want to Rock. I could use the frickin' royalties. <laughs> Let me talk to Melissa from Danbury. Hello, Melissa. Hi. How you doing? All right, how are you? I'm good. So uh, what'd you learn today, Melissa? I learned that if I receive any gift from a student, I need to thoroughly inspect it before I eat it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that story was gross. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definition of hair pie, uh, so to speak. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that story was a, uh, I'm assuming Melissa's a teacher, is that a student shaved his body hair and baked it into a cake and left it in the teacher's lounge, and it was not realized until half of the cake had been eaten, and one of the female teachers had a mustache. (laughs) Um, ah, Okay, Uh, now what did I learn today? Hmm, So many things. Well, I, I mean, I really thought that Nick was first up for a heart attack. Kind of surprised. But you know what, Darkside? It's a fact. You can fix it. Yeah, I'm gonna. You can fix it. 
Uh, this is a big article. I think Time Magazine are discovering that we can make, we can repair so much of the damage we do in our youth. So, uh, so I mean, there's definitely, you know, you start eating better and start doing a little exercise and things like that. Other than the horizontal boogie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He was winded doing the horizontal boogie. Uh, anyways, you know, and you could fix all the things that are wrong with you. I think not I, all, not genetic stuff, but you could fix it. I eat pretty well, with the exception of the whole vegetable issues. But I'll take multivitamins or something to take care of that. You, you know? have to eat some fruits and vegetables. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also learned that uh, um, I really need to be sure Nick gets the question before we send him out on the streets. He understands <laughs> what he's supposed to be asking people. <laughs> that. Uh, Nick has an Indian or a, a counterpart or someone from Jerusalem, for that matter. I'm not sure who he is exactly, but uh, <laughs> this guy was like Nick, a mirror image of Nick. Yeah, good guy. With some sort of Middle Eastern accent. Something else. So, Anyway, Sean, read me back the minutes. What we got? Okay, Mike from Berlin learned that not only is Beth a rose amongst thorns, but she's also going to outlive all of us. Sean from Long Island learned that there's no need for Dark Side to fill out an organ donor card. <laughs> Sam from Harford learned that the bottle incident was really Nick just warming up for rugby season. And Melissa oh. from Danbury learned that if she, re if she receives any gift from a student, she needs to inspect it well before she eats it. They're all good today. Yes, they are. I'm leaning to Melissa or Sean. Sean was the one about the organ donor. Organ donor. Yeah, I like both of those too. Obviously, you're going to go with Melissa, right, Darcy? Yeah, I was thinking Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Sean. All right, Melissa, you got it. Awesome. Yeah, you got the passes to any showcase cinema and any movie you want to see. So Great. thanks for playing. Watch out for those pies and cakes and muffins, okay? Well. <laughs> All right, and uh, hold on a second. We'll get your information. Sam. Mike, Sean, thanks for playing along, but only one winner on on this show, so uh, <laughs> that's Nick. <laughs> All right, we got to go. want to thank Anthony Anderson and Jared Mixon, who are fun, funny guys, from Me, Myself, and Irene. They're promoting the video and DVD release of, me, my, of that same film, of course. Uh, thanks for calling in. Hope to talk to them again in the future. Listen, Red Hot Trippin', what's going on with Radio 104? Every week we're sending people to a different exotic tropical locations that get away from the Connecticut winter. This week's grand prize is for a Red Hot Trip to Montego Bay, Jamaica. So every day starting at 10 a.m., be sure to listen to Radio 104 for your cue to call. It's a sounder. And if you call her 10, you'll win a Radio 104 beach towel. And if that's not enough, you'll be qualified for Friday's grand prize drawing with Chaz. Tomorrow, Chaz will draw the grand prize. So go Red Hot Trippin' with Sobe. Daddy's Junkie Music, Pizza Hut Stuffed Crust Pizza, and Modern Rock Radio 104. Uh, be sure to go to realduty.com. Pass it, forward it. Don't give it away, though, as far as what it's all about. Just get it out there so it starts circulating on the web and we start getting hits and starts popping up in search engines and what have you. Am I hot or not.com. Vote for Nick or Sean. They're both on there. Just got to look for them. And go to our website at radio104.com and check for a Euro sticker location near you. Tattoo the state. I want to see him everywhere. Special thanks to Sobe for the delicious beverages. New York, New York Deli on Asylum Street in downtown Hartford. 
for the delicious breakfast. And our sponsors for the Fat Man versus the Weasel versus Captain Howdy contest. That's Judy Rodriguez's Extreme Fitness in West Hartford, Bob's Stores, and Supplement City. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, you know what it's all about? It's about what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Check in with us, and we'll tell you everything that's going on around the area, around the listening area. And be sure to stick around. You want to listen to uh, Will Cow, the new guy, Chaz on in the afternoon, and Nick drops in every once once in a while. Is it every day, Nick? Yeah, always cross-promoting the show, D. Good man, good man, working hard. Hard at work for D-Snyder Radio. And at night, it's Carlito with his sidekick, Scuba Steve. Be sure to listen for uh, Ball Gag Karaoke. Are they still doing what's uh, Scuba Steve eating? Uh, I don't think they're doing it currently, but I'm no, sure so they'll the bring it back. Ball Gag Karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people checking out Carlito. He's got a hot new show, so be sure to tune in with him. Mudbone stops by every once in a while. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early tomorrow with more D-Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104.